The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 425, being recorded on June the 5th, 2023. I'm my host, Jesus Gonzalez, and I'm Jesus Box out today. I'm joined by my friend and co-host from the best coast to the west coast, Gunny Chief Henley Merrill is back. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Hey, wait, hey, what's up, guys? Fucking welcome. Yeah. It's a cold day in hell, and I'll explain yes. why later. Well, I'm yes. a hobo. You can always follow us on Twitter at Horrible Gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes, also Spotify. Find us on there. We are available on there. And play us and rate us. You can also join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. It's a close group on Facebook, so anything you post in there stays in there. And you could probably and should join the Discord community. The Discord link is in your show notes, or you can always message us for that. And... Big shout out real quick to the Patreon machines that fund the show and keep the show moving forward. Like our friend Leahy, our friend Jason Sams, our friend Robert Noble, as well as Sean Patrick, Chad, Henley M, Porchapu, Nipron, Mayo, Evan Wears Vans on the Best Coast. This is what it says here. Evan wears vans on the best coast, all in caps. I just threw vans away, okay? Crash. <laughs> no, they Bill weren't fine. Garner the second, the first. Thank you all for being Patreon machines. And yeah, Evan wears vans. Is that a California thing, do you think? Is that nah, what that is? That's, that's just the West Coast. That's just like a skater yeah, thing. Yeah, I'd say so. I remember as uh, when I was younger, I used to wear Vans, man. They're comfortable shoes, you know, for like like skater shoes in general, like DC shoes, Vans. Fucking, what are the other ones? Like Is that what I wore back in the early '90s? I I don't even remember what the brand name was, but definitely we called them skater shoes. We didn't call them Vans, but they were probably knockoff hobo ones. Like uh, all the skater shoes, Etnies, Vans, DC. All that shit. I was a kid. I used to wear them, and they're uh, they're pretty comfortable shoes. And and but Vans though, they've kind of become like more like a like a mainstream shoe. Like like everybody wears Vans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every you go to the premium outlets or the mall, like the van store is always busy. Mm-hmm. Vans are pretty popular. They're pretty cheap. That's why I think because they're kind of cheap and they kind of look nice. So. Yeah, they're they're a good shoe. They're a good value for your money. A lot cheaper than Nike. The the shoe that I don't understand that people wear all the time, especially here in Oregon, they're super popular in Oregon, is the Croc shoes. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't understand. Those things are uncomfortable as fuck. They look ugly. Like, why would anyone wear those? But people Aren't those for, Oregon, like, if you work at a restaurant, like, if you're a chef or... No, dude, people love them. In Oregon, I see people wearing them all the time, like, at stores and public, fucking everywhere. People are just constantly wearing Crocs, dude. It's so, like, I don't know, I don't like them. My daughter likes them and she wears them. But I'm like, why do you like these ugly, ugly fucking shoes? Oh, yeah, they got holes in the top. I don't know. I'm sure ventilation's not, good, but they're not even they're not even like nice looking shoes, and they're ugly as hell, and they're kind of expensive for what they are. I mean, it's like a piece of plastic, pretty much two pieces of plastic. 
and and it's like fifty bucks for a pair, or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, they're like the most non-stylish shoe I've ever. I've never tried them. Never tried a pair, worn them, but nobody in my family wears them. So yeah, we're all um, Nike Vans people. No, my daughter loves Crocs, bro. Crocs are her thing. A lot of girls in Oregon wear them. That's what I've noticed. <laughs> That's the fad. Some men do too, but some men do too. You know, a fun fact about Crocs, right? Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? I've heard of it. So it's a movie, like a like a satire movie, but it was made like in 2007. I forget who made it, but... The guy pretty much, like, it's kind of like making fun of the future. So, like, this guy gets frozen, right? He's like a soldier. He gets frozen in a pod. And then, like, something happens. And now it's, like, the year 2000-whatever. Like, way in the future, right? Like, 2500 or something. It's way in the future. And, like, people apparently stop, like, becoming smart at that point. Like, everyone just became really stupid. (laughs) And... (laughs) So the whole movie is like talking, like kind of showing how dumb America is, like five hundred years in the future, right? Like, like the president's like a pro wrestler. He like comes every time he walks into like the like the you know how when when the president walks into Congress, you know the Speaker of the House, or like the guy says, you know the President of the United States, and everyone stands up and claps. Well, the union the, address, all yeah, type well, thing. yeah, yeah. For, so when he <laughs> when the president walks in on this movie. It's like a wrestling intro. Like, there's fucking music playing. There's, like, fucking fireworks going off. It looks like a fucking pro wrestler is walking into the fucking ring, right? It's yeah. fucking hell. It's a cool movie, man. If you haven't I, watched it, I remember that from the trailer. You should watch it because, it, like, Costco, I think Costco took over the world. There's, like, no other stores left. It's just Costco. It's fucking awesome. But anyways, in this movie, right, the, the person, there's, like, a thing that the the costume set designer... Had a budget, right, to, like, make all the costumes for all the the people in the movie. And they had a budget for, like, everything, right? And apparently their budget wasn't really high for the costumes. Because in the movie, everyone everyone kind of wears, like, jail jumpsuits almost. They kind of wear, like, these, like, jumpsuits. And, like, she was trying to figure out what kind of shoes can I give people in the future that look kind of fucking ridiculous. That no one would ever wear, right? Like, these just have to look so ugly and so stupid that it'll fit the movie theme. Well, apparently at the time, Crocs were her thing. Uh, but Crocs was like a small company. It wasn't even like a huge, like, nationwide or worldwide thing, right? So apparently she bought a bunch of Crocs. And everybody in that movie is wearing Crocs. Because she thought, these shoes look so fucking ugly and so stupid. They're never going to become popular. Like, no one would wear these in the future. <laughs> well, yeah. she was way wrong about that one. That's funny, though. That is, I yeah. That. I remember reading that fact. I'm like, well, that's fucking nuts, dude. Like, yeah, apparently they bought a shitload of Crocs from the company Crocs for, like, pretty cheap. And <laughs> they were able to buy them for, like, the whole set for, like, everyone in the movie. Because everyone in the movie's wearing them. It's fucking wild. I'm like, that is pretty nuts, dude. Yeah. That was 2007 when that came out? That was a while uh, Like 2007, ago. 2008 or something. It was for yeah. long, it's an old movie, but... I still see a, references about that movie, like... Because it's a good movie, because... Honestly, if you watch it now, it still fucking holds up. You know, like, it's actually a pretty funny movie, and it holds up. 
and it's based in the future, like way in the future. So it's not like we lived that year yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like Back to the Future where like what it was based in like what 2015 or something. Like 2015 or was 2016 it, or something. I almost shit. wanted to say 2012, but now I can't remember. Something like that, right? Like some but like we already lived that year, right? So like we know none of that shit happened. And like what's kind of cool about idiocracy is like it's based like in the year 2500. Like none of us are going to be alive then. So it's a cool movie to watch. You should watch it. Yeah, now I'm gonna go, now I'm gonna go watch it. I got Movie Box. You should. It might be like on Netflix or something. I don't know. I haven't checked. I think I watched it. Like, fuck. Last time I watched it, I think I owned it somehow, like on a DVD or something. <laughs> Anyways, you can also support the show by heading over to Redbubble. Get yourself some nice socks to go with your Crocs, <laughs> or some yeah, acrylic now that blocks. Thing. Yeah, or some acrylic blocks. Uh, just head on over there, get yourself some gear, search for Horrible Gamers, you'll find us on there. And also, uh, thank you to Phantom Mech for the intro music, and Broke for Free for the outro music to the show. And let's get talking about video games, Gunny, what we've been playing. So this week, real quick, touch on the quick hitters. I've completed the Battle Pass on one of the games, and that is Battlefield. So actually, I went to Battlefield the other night. I was trying to see like how far I am in the Battle Pass, and I've actually already completed it. Even though the, the, I think it ends today, today is the last day you can upgrade or like, like try to like finish up the missions. Tomorrow, new season is out. Season five is coming, so I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I've completed the battle pass, and you get a pretty cool skin for Liz. No, 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 not for Liz. For the new character, I forget her name. I think her name is Blanco, Specialist Blanco. She's like a recon specialist. She's the one that puts down that, like, jammer thing that can, like, block people from spotting your teammates. And also, like, if you put it in your vehicle, it prevents, like, people being able to shoot rockets at that vehicle. Like, it doesn't uh, block yeah. rockets. Yeah, it, that it makes sense. It doesn't block rockets, but it spots. Like, it stops, like, if someone has, like, a javelin. Like, it can't lock on if the vehicle is near your jammer. Like, enemies can't lock on to, like, the tanks that are near you or whatever. And, like, your enemies cannot spot you. And, like, uh, there's something else that it does. Like, if an enemy gets in your jammer thing, like, uh, they can't spot people outside the jammer. So, like, if they're inside your jammer area and they're trying to spot somebody that's outside the jammer area, they still can't spot them or some shit like that. I don't know. She's a pretty cool character. She's pretty popular. Um, But, yeah, I got a pretty cool skin for her. It's kind of like a... The skin that I got for Irish, it's like a, it's all black and it has like green highlights. So it kind of looks like an Xbox skin, to be honest. It's actually pretty cool looking because it's all like blacked out and then you got like green highlights. So like the straps on like the armor are green, the gloves are green, like the helmet, it's like black, but like the outline is kind of green and the goggles are kind of like green on the outline. It's pretty cool looking, man. It reminds me of, like, a Call of Duty skin or something like that. Um, but that's the skin you get if you beat 100, if you get to 100 on the Battle Pass for this last one. Um, and as far as I know, I haven't seen those skins available for purchase. Like, maybe they have been, but every time I've checked, they haven't been on the store. Um, but they do have a lot of skins in Battlefield. Like, you'd be surprised. They have just as much as Call of Duty. I mean... They have skins like 
for every character, and they have multiples of them. Uh, there's constant sales going on. Like the other day, I saw a sale for like a five pack. You got like five skins for five different characters and like a bunch of weapon skins. And, and it was actually pretty cheap. I was like, should I buy this? And I was like, nah, for what? I already have like a bunch of other skins unlocked. There's <laughs> a sale, $249. I've been seeing those. There's a lot of sales. But uh, so I finished that. I'm excited for the new season, new maps, etc. We'll talk about that in the news. Uh, but I've also played a little bit of Call of Duty now. Uh, went back to that. Um, really just kind of playing Team Deathmatch and regular Kill Confirmed and like Domination. Uh, I've actually switched back to Core from Hardcore. Uh, no real reason. I think I did it because it's more fast-paced than Hardcore. And every time I play Call of Duty, I kind of just want to play it real quick and get it over with and kind of get out. So I'll we'll literally only play like two or three matches and then stop playing. Uh... So that's what I did with this. Uh, Call of Duty, still Call of Duty. And they actually introduced a new map. And they announced another new map coming out this week for the new season as well. They got Season 6 coming out for Battlefield. Uh, season 5, I believe, is coming out. No, Season 5 for Battlefield. Season 6 or 5 for Call of Duty. Uh, so new season's coming out for both of them. Both are getting new maps. Call of Duty has one at launch of the season, and I think another one is scheduled for the mid part of the season, so like a month from now. Uh, so we'll see how that works for them. Uh, I'm excited. New maps on both games. It's kind of cool. Keeps the game fresh. Yeah. Seems like every time I get in there, Battlefield not so much, but Call of Duty, of course, every time I get in there, I feel like I'm on a new map. And even when I play like really old maps that I haven't seen in the rotation for a while, uh, it kind of like refreshes the game for me a little bit, you know, because it kind of like, like, oh, I remember this map. I remember the hiding spots. I remember where I got to go camp or where I got to go sit and the doors I got to watch and the way people are coming. Um, so there's that. Uh, Battlefield is also introducing other things to the season. So it's Call of Duty and we'll cover that later. Besides that, on my iPad, I actually bought a game the other day and I actually been playing a fucking shitload of it and it's it's ftl of course you know this game is really old it's been like what like a decade over a decade now that the game's been out uh ftl it's faster than light it's a it's a pretty much a like a spaceship simulation game kind of like bomber crew but a little bit different it's top down view um it's not it doesn't look like bomber crew in terms of art style but it's the same type of game, where it's the same logic. In FTL, you're jumping through uh, space to different nebulas and to different systems, and you have to get through the system to get to the exit of the system. But every time you jump to a new sector, like a new like little planet thing, um, like you can encounter another spaceship, and they'll like automatically start attacking you. So you gotta like have your spaceship upgraded, you know, like better shields, better weapons, uh, better characters, or more crew members, etc. And, and, like, I haven't beat it yet. It's so fucking hard, dude. It is a hard game, Gunny. Is this something you play? Is it just a uh, touchscreen, or are you using a controller to play the song? No, no, no. It works completely fine with the touchscreen. Like, it's, it's a simple game, dude. You don't got to do much. You're just kind of managing the crew, and, like, it's a very simple game in terms of, like, it's nothing like Bomber Crew. You're not doing real-time shit, like... Like in Bomber Crew, you're doing a lot of moving characters like every second. You're moving characters to different guns. You're moving the camera around. You're targeting things. 
this game is not like that at all. This game, like, you're powering up your weapons. The weapons are ready. You tap on the weapon. You tap on where you want to shoot at. And if you hit it, you hit it. You might miss. And then you might hit their shield systems. You might hit their oxygen system. Your oxygen system might get hit, so you got to send a guy in there to repair it. A part of your shit might catch on fire, so you got to open up the door lock, the airlocks. Or you got to send a crew member in there to put the fire out. Um... And like I've got into the end of the game almost, and I got my ass kicked by the last one of the last spaceships. Like my my ship got fucking wrecked. I thought I was sitting pretty good in terms of like how how well kitted out my ship was. The problem is I didn't invest anything in shields or like enough uh, power systems into weapons, so my ship was fucked. I got in there, dude. I had a big crew. I had like five crew members. I had a lot of money. I had a lot of things going on for my ship, and I got fucked. I got so totally wrecked. And I kind of, like, now I kind of learned that I need to upgrade my, like, power system, because I completely forgot about that, that you can upgrade all that. Um, but FTL, like I said, it's like a 13, 14-year-old game now, but it's a fucking great game, and it holds up. It's kind of expensive, though, I'm not going to lie. But like for, me, for me, it was worth it, because I play a lot of it. Um, I'm not, a, I'm not an iPhone or iPad. I'm not afraid of spending, you know, even 20 bucks on a game. As long as the game is fun and it brings me enjoyment every time I want to play it. And that's what I like about the iPad. Like you could just pick it up and play it. You don't have to wait for it to like, you don't got to do updates really. Like if an update comes up, it's really fast most of the time. And you can just pick up and play whenever you want. It's not like a PC or a console where you have to sit down, you have to turn on the TV, you have to turn on a computer, you have to fucking wait for it to boot up, you have to wait for it to turn on, you have to log into shit. You know, it's like, fuck, dude, just pick up the iPad and start playing. Literally, it takes like two seconds for me to do that. Um, yeah, especially, I, I'm sure it works the same way on Android, where <clears throat> it's pretty much a quick resume style type feature if you don't kill the app. Yeah, the app is always running, so it's always there. Um, and it kind of gave me an excuse to use my iPad, because I was thinking about buying a new iPad, right? A new iPad Pro. Um, but I <laughs> I totally decided against it, because I will never use it. I mean, I bought this iPad Gunny in 2019, and I'm barely using it right now, four years later. Man, this thing is like my, this <laughs> iPad Pro I've got, it's like my third arm, you know, it's like it's always with me. No, dude. That tells you how often I use my iPad. My iPad literally sat in a drawer for like the first two years of its life. Turned off. It just sat in the drawer. Like it's still brand fucking new, man. Like, damn. There's no scratches on it whatsoever. I remember when you got that. Like, you got a great deal on that. It's perfect. Yeah. It was like, it was a cheap iPad, too. I got it brand new for like, it was less than 300 bucks. So I got a great deal on it, but I just never use it. And I was like, the other day I was at the AT&T store and I was like, man, should I buy the iPad Pro? You know, and I was eyeballing it and it looks really nice. And I was like, ah, nope. I said, there's absolutely no reason I need this. Like, I will never, ever use this fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I just knew. I was like, there's no way. Like, there's nothing I need this for. Like, not even like... Not even to watch movies. Nothing like nothing. There's no reason I need it. So I don't might, fucking. You know, like it. a lot of people, like my wife and kid and you and everybody else, you know, like can watch movies and 
play little games on their phone. And I've got the, I don't have the pro I've got the max, but man, if I want to watch a movie or, or play a game, like I was playing Diablo immortal on the iPad, it's like, I'll just grab a controller. I know I don't need it, but it's not required. I was like, perfect. Like it's hard to do for me on the phone. Yeah. Too small. Even with glasses, I just can't do it. Small screen. So I tried that. So I've been playing a lot of FTL on that. I recommend it. And I mean, FTL, you can literally buy it on Steam for like five. I think it's 10 bucks on Steam. You know, I'm curious, is Bomber Crew on there? Is that something else that's on iOS? No, it's not. It's not on iOS at all. And I wish I was looking for that because I was like, is Bomber Crew on on iPad? And Bomber Crew is not on the iPad. FTL is. And also uh, Into the Breach, which is the next game where... I'm not sure if it's the previous game, but I think it's actually the next game that that studio made. And it's like FTL, but like instead of being on a spaceship, you're dropping mechs onto a planet and you're fighting with these, these giant bugs. And it's a pretty popular game. Same mechanic as, as FTL. It's a it's a roguelike, so if you die, you have to restart all over and you have to like take new upgrades for your mechs. The only thing that's different between FTL on the iPad and Into the Breach is Into the Breach is available on the iPhone as well, but Into the Breach is a Netflix game. Yes, so yes, I see that you, now. You must you must have a Netflix account to access it. Like it won't let you play it. Like you can download it no matter what. Anyone can download it. Okay, I think but, I saw this on Steam as well. Well, it is on Steam. It's on PC. Yeah, yeah. These are all PC games that were on iOS. Like I said, though, the weird thing about into the breach though and not ftl is into the breach is a netflix game which ftl is not ftl you just pay the 10 bucks and you can play no matter what into the breach you can download it it's free to download but to play you must have a netflix account like there's no like oh you can pay to play and not have a netflix account no there's no option okay like, so i would have, you have to have a subscription you have to have a netflix account you have to have it so you have to have like either a ten buck account or nine buck uh, account or like you like that is crazy to me. Like you have to have that account to access the game. Like it literally logs you into Netflix. Like for me, since I was already logged into Netflix on my phone, you know, for my account on Netflix, it automatically says like logging you into Netflix and it shows them like like linking the accounts and it'll say, Okay, now you can play. Welcome back, you know, what's your gamer tag? And it, I put Jesus Walks Line. And like it's weird because when you log into the game, it logs into your Netflix profile that you watch movies on. Like it showed Jesus on there and it logged me into that. Cause it said who's playing and it showed me, it showed my brother's account. And it showed like somebody like like kids or something that I had for my kid. And and it was weird. It was like like you could pick who's playing the game or whatever. And uh so I thought that was kind of odd. But I didn't really play much of that. I was like, I'm not I'm not wanting to learn all new mechanics for a whole new game. Um so I'd rather just stick to FTL. I also downloaded Moonlighter on the on the iPhone. And Moonlighter is the same game as Moonlighter on your Xbox, PC, PS4, whatever. It's the same style of game. Uh, it's the same game, literally. Uh, where you're you're going into the dungeon, you're you're gathering resources, you're bringing them back up to your shop, and then you're selling them, and then at night you go out and you go back into the dungeon, and then you get more resources and you come back and sell them, right? Um, but same style thing, man. Where Moonlighter on the iPhone and iOS, I don't know if this is the same thing on Android, but on iOS, that's a Netflix game. Mm. So 
Like you have to have a Netflix account to play Moonlighter, which is nuts to me because Moonlighter was actually super popular. I mean, Into the Breach and FTL. That was the one that uh, Ryan really liked, right? Well, a lot of people really liked. I really liked when I, I had really it on got the, into that game. When I had it on the PC, I really liked it, and even on the Xbox, I liked it. Um, yeah, that game is actually really popular, and for me to like know that like Netflix has these games locked down, it's kind of weird, you know? It's like. I guess I don't really think much of it when I'm thinking Game Pass because Game Pass is letting you access games that anyone can play. Even if you bought the game, you can play it without Game Pass. Whereas Netflix on the mobile front is actually locking these games down to their service, saying like, like, yeah, Gunny, you can download this game, but do you have an account with us? And if you're like, well, no, I don't have an account with you, we're like, fuck you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they don't won't, yeah. they won't let you play it, which is fucking to me. That's so does really. It, I'm odd. curious. It probably, it probably the way it promotes itself. I'm gonna guess it probably comes because you would know you already have an account, but it's like, hey, you should get an account. It's only ten dollars a month. You can watch the greatest yeah. movies and TV shows or series. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming they'll try to push the twenty dollar one to you, <laughs> like the four K one. Yo, download the four K accounts now. I don't know if like their games come with all the accounts. I've never looked into that. I'm assuming they do come with all the accounts, like even like the one with ads, that's like eight bucks a month. But if, like, I wonder, like, if at a certain point when Netflix becomes more popular and they do this with more games on iOS, right? Are they going to do it to where, like, oh, now only the people that pay for the $20 a month Netflix can access these games? Sorry, Gunny, you only pay the $10 a month for the hobo Netflix. Yeah. You don't get access to our games, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if they're ever going to get to that point, which is kind of like, I don't know. To me, like I said, that's a weird way to do your business, to to just lock it lock it down like that. Where, like, I'm not you even sure. Gene yeah, generic subscription. You, that doesn't include games. Yeah. But what, it, what, what also was or, really weird to me is, like, even if, say, you'd say they own the publisher that publishes games, or they own, I don't think they own the studios. Maybe they do. But I know maybe they own the publisher, or they made some kind of marketing rights, right, or some kind of right, some deal with the, with the publisher saying, like, we have the rights to sell your game mobily. And we're going to lock it down to our Netflix thing. Why not sell the game to where people can just play without a Netflix account? Like, why not say, okay, you can subscribe to us and play this. Yeah. Or, like, we could sell it to you for a one-time fee of 10 bucks. You know? Like, like a one-time. We know the game costs 20 bucks. We'll sell it to you a one-time fee for 10 bucks on mobile. And then you can play it as much as you want without a Netflix account. That's or, the weird or, part to me. Or how about, yeah, or I don't know, maybe something, maybe they want to keep you in that ecosystem. I don't know, something like, hey, you'll need a Netflix account, but you're not going to pay a, like a subscription fee. I don't know, it wouldn't make sense. I guess I would go with what you're saying. Yeah, just yeah, like one charge time. A, yeah, one time fee to play the game, like FTL, where I just paid 10 bucks and I played as much as I want, right? It's just weird to me that they don't have, I don't know if they, I don't, I'm not even sure if they have that option on iOS, because I, I have a Netflix account, and I kind of, and I just recently got it because Black Mirror's got a new season coming out tomorrow, which I'm excited for, but I just, I don't know, you know, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Anyways, FTL on my iPad and shit, uh, besides that, on the PC front, I've been playing a lot more of, uh, I played more Diplomacy is not an option. 
a lot of updates to that game recently. Uh, they just did a major overhaul to the game. Uh, it's still early access. Of course, it's not launched yet. It's not 1.0. But they added like an endless mode now where you can just go in and build forever until you die. Until your, until your castle falls, pretty much. Like the game will keep going forever. Um, and they have different difficulties for that. Uh, the difficulty that I played it on, I got my ass kicked thoroughly within like 20 minutes. I was like, Jesus, dude. Like, I didn't have any walls up and shit. And like, I was getting my, like, huge armies are coming after me, dude. And like, my army was like, okay size. But these, these were like, I'm talking like armies of like a thousand soldiers were coming at us. And my army was like maybe a hundred soldiers. So we stood no chance. And we were getting like royally fucking destroyed by these by these huge swarms of enemies and uh so it kind of sucked but i look back to, i look forward to playing more of that i do want to go back to contraband uh police or whatever uh that border patrol game where you're like the border patrol agent guy because that got a huge update as well now and they're still they still re they released another patch saying that uh they're adding gamepad support now so you can use a controller with it Plus, they're working on an endless mode, which is what I'm excited for in that game, because there's like an endless mode where the game goes on forever and you're just a border patrol guy that keeps ranking up in like the ranks and like gets better shit for your base. And that sounds kind of cool, right? Like you just keep upgrading, keep playing, keep catching people or whatever. Um, until I don't know, until you get fired, I guess, or you get killed. I don't know what, what the options are there. Um but yeah, I want them to do that because it's a fucking cool game. I think that game should come to consoles. Uh, I have not played it with the with the gamepad. I haven't played it with any controllers, so I don't know how well it translates to like using an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller with it. Um, but I do want to try it out, and I want to get back to you guys on that because I mean, if it translates pretty well, right? If it if it does run well with the controller. I don't see why there couldn't be an option to just port that over to the console somehow. Um, obviously, the console community is not the same kind of community that plays uh, PC games, I would say, in terms of those style of games, like strategy games or like simulation games are more, way more popular on the PC than they are on a console. So I don't know how well it will translate in sales, but I think it would be a cool option to have for console gamers because I know some console gamers do play simulation games because i know like those stupid games like uh like house flipper and lawnmower simulator and power wash simulator or mechanic simulator those have been pretty popular on the on the console front right yeah so even coming to war more i think this this contraband police game being the way it is it's, it's like a simulation but it's actually like an open world little type of game you know uh, i think it'll be a cool game to have on a console uh, in terms of other things that I've played, though, and other things that I've been doing on the on the Steam side of things, uh, just been playing a lot of random shit. All right, so I've been playing way, way more, way more of Starship Troopers. Uh, so there's two modes, Gunny. I don't know if you know this. There's the uh, ARS mode, which is like uh, Arc Recon Search, some shit. I, don't know I haven't played that mode yet. That's the one you played. And then there's Arc mode, which is where there's actually like an arc location and you guys have to run there in the beginning, the base comes down and then you start building the base. And then 
that that can go unlimitedly. It could go forever. So like one thing that like the mode that you and I were playing, that mode is more like a time mode where like everything's like subjectives, right? Like, oh, capture these generators, capture this, capture that, do whatever. And the arc mode is more like, okay, get to the arc, the arc comes down. Now you guys have unlimited time. Like I don't know if it's really unlimited. I think there's like a three hour limit. But you have pretty much unlimited time until you guys die to build this base up as much as you can. Because there's like two points where you get this blue stuff, this blue gas that you fill up. And you have to run it back to your base like in a little canister thing. And then you deposit it and that gives you like building resources. Okay, and then there's another, there's another location where you have the yellow gas. And the yellow gas, you run to that and you have to bring, there's like seven or eight of those canisters back to the arc. And you, once you put the eighth canister in, once you put the last one in, it'll start a countdown. It'll be like, okay, guys, we got a swarm coming in in 15 seconds. And that's the last, like the, I, and I wouldn't say it's the last one because there's still like aliens coming at you when you're trying to extract. But it's like the major swarm, right? Like you got to defend the arc while it's doing like it's download thing. It's doing something. It's like it's scanning the planet or something. And, like, while it's doing that, you got to defend it for, like, two or three minutes. And then it'll say, like, okay, arc countdown in ten seconds. Everyone get back to base. Uh, the attack's about to begin. So that's when everyone has to be ready. But the problem is, here, if somebody gets the gas without the rest of the fucking team knowing that you're going to get the gas, and you start putting that shit in, and then you activate that, and the rest of the team was not ready... <laughs> Then that can go really bad for the team, right? Like you guys are fucked because yeah, like you're, right. No, nobody. If no, if like everyone's not back at base when that attack starts, you're gonna die. You're gonna die outside the base. Like there's no way you're gonna survive. You might make it really close to the base, but you're not gonna get into the base because there's just too many aliens spawning every like two seconds. There's like a there's like a new swarm of them spawning, dude. And there's so many of them. So, but anyways, this game, what I love about it is the community around it, the community that's actually playing it. Every time I'm in there, there's people talking. Every time I'm in there, like, I've, I've played with some really good teams. Like, one team, man, we were alive literally for, like, 45 minutes just building this base up, right? We, like, upgraded everything. We literally built everything that you can build. We, even though we had even, like, some of the blue stuff left over, like, building re building resources left over... We couldn't build anymore because we had used up all the things. that Because, you know, there's like, you can put up four of the gun turrets. You can put up, like, four bunkers. Like, so many walls. Like, 30 walls and, like, 15 walls with the ramps. And, like, 30 of the little baby walls. And, like, you can put up six of the big doors up. Like, there's only so many things you can put up, right? And, the, and like, the buildable area that you're in. But we had built everything, Gunny. We had everything. I'm telling you, dude, this this base was like... All the towers? This base was fucking sick, dude. We had like triple wall layers. We had like the outer wall, the, the inner outer wall, the fucking third wall back. We had electric fences. We had bunkers. We had machine gun turrets everywhere. We had the fucking bunkers in all the locations. We had all the doors locked down. We had the arc set up with like a bunch of walls around it and bunkers. And and dude, that fight was intense as fuck. Those aliens, by the time we were like at the end of that, we were at infestation level five, which is like the highest, but I think it does go up to like seven. 
Because they're, like, doing, like, these secret, like, like, secret testing in the game where, like, some people, they'll make the game really easy for, like, the first 30 minutes. And then they just fucking hit you with everything they have, right? And that's what they fucking did to us, right? For, like, the first 30 minutes, dude, there was, like, barely any aliens. We were, like, we had, like, two squads. We had squad, like, one squad going to the alpha location and we had my squad which was going to the bravo location and we had like maybe five people per squad and then we had the rest of the team stay back at base right to defend the base while we're out there doing the gas extraction we were getting all the materials all the building resources and we were like pretty efficient dude you know we'd get out there start the little thing up and start doing the thing we got the building materials and then we're okay we all got everything all right boys let's head back and then we'd all run back as a squad, back to the base, and then we'd cover each other, you know? And we got a pretty good system down, and then all of a sudden we're like, this is kind of easy, like, what's going on here? And one guy was like, oh, fuck. He's like, we're, we're the test dummies. And we're like, what are you <laughs> talking about, dude? And he's like, he's like, bro, he's like, I've seen this before. He's like, they make the game really easy for the first half, and you think you're going to win, so you're like not really thinking about building a big base. And then all of a sudden, they fucking hit you with, like, the highest levels of enemies they have. Like, a lot of them. He's like, we have, a, we better have that base super built up. So we started building the fuck out of the base, dude. And holy fuck, even though we had, like, the base, like, all these walls built, Gunny, the fucking aliens were still getting through, dude. By the end of that level, like, by the, by, like, the time the, the arc was down to, like, 30 seconds left to, like, finish the scanning or whatever the fuck it was doing... The aliens were, like, inside the base that we built. Like, like they were right there at the doors of the Ark, dude. We were, like, trying to hold them off. It was insane, dude. We were, everyone's shooting rockets, grenades. Everyone's just trying to fall back layer by layer, right? And we're just trying to fight these things. And it, it was insane. It was like the movie, bro. Have you ever seen Starship Troopers where they're all just getting fucked up by the bugs? Yeah. It was so that. fun. It was that in game mode. It was fucking intense. And everyone's screaming. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. fuck. The <laughs> North Wall just fucking fell. The North Wall. And we're like, okay, fuck. We're, we got two people headed to the North Wall. And then you got, like, guys falling moving. Okay, you guys, you two go over there. And then you send the two guys over there. And then, you know, you hear screaming from the other side. Oh, fuck. They broke down the bunker on the south side. And you're like, oh, fuck. They're breaking. And then you try to get to the other side now. And then they're like, oh, fuck. Everyone's fucking screaming. And like, oh, okay, we need to get repairs up on that bunker. And everyone's fucking screaming, trying to repair shit. It, it's fucking intense. And then what was cool, though, about that was that we were all still alive, right? That everything, you know, we got the scan done. And it's like, okay. You know how the guy's like, okay, I'm coming in for extraction, you know. And then, you know, you wait for the little spaceship to come down to extract you. Well, this fucker was kind of far away, dude. He was across this bridge. So we had to run across this bridge. But I tell you what, this team was like the best team I've ever fucking played with, dude. Like literally on any played game. Played with SEAL, te SEAL Team 6 or Literally, what? these guys were SEAL Team fucking 6, okay? These guys were like the motherfuckers that killed Osama Bin Laden. These guys were on top of their shit, all right? Because we're, like, running, and I'm with, like, the second group of guys that left. So the first guys take off running. They're the hunters. They're the ones that run really fast. They're, like, way ahead of us. But then, like, they kind of cleared a pass for us, and we're running on the second wave, and then there's a third wave behind us of soldiers running. And, like, what we're doing is the first guys got to the bridge. They kind of cleared out the first entrance of it, 
and they turn around and they start shooting. We run past them and then we sit up right behind them and then we start shooting. And then the third guys come in and then you know like we keep moving back like a fucking chain, you know, like we're covering each other as we're moving back on the bridge, you know, like three guys stay here shooting, the rest fall back. Then four more set up, they start shooting, the rest fall back. And like we all made it out. I was like, holy fuck, I've never I, I even told them I was like I've never played in any game that I've ever fucking played with the team so goddamn efficient. Like a bunch of strangers and everyone was on top of their shit. Like everyone knew what to do and everyone was playing the fucking objective. It was Everyone's using nuts. a mic, right? That's the key. Yeah. That's another and key it, to the And even, even the people that weren't using the mic, they like fell in line. Like they knew what to do somehow. You know what I mean? That was the crazy part about it, because there was maybe a few people that weren't using a mic, or maybe they had yeah, a mic, they, but they, they weren't could, talking. They could hear, right? But they weren't, yeah. Yeah, but they were on top of their shit, too, man. It wasn't like, oh, we got the dumb guy over there just fucking breaking walls down or whatever, you know? Like, no, dude, we these motherfuckers were on top of their shit. It was kind of wild, and I, I really am enjoying the fuck out of that game. Like, I really, really recommend Starship Troopers highly to people. It's kind of repetitive. You might get You know, that makes that. me think about... Like, uh, you know, in that second mode you were talking about where it would be cool to like, if they had like, almost like a, it's almost like a raid, not a raid, but more, but still more like, a, you know, s- still in that survival element of things, like maybe defend a second base before an extraction or something, something different. You well, know, they're adding different modes. They're adding a third mode to the game, uh, which is a new mode. They're adding a new map to it. They said. And they're also adding horde mode. Horde mode is next, they said. So they're adding a horde mode, which is next. They're adding another mode, which is like a different mode, they said. And I think they're adding PvP as well. So there might that would be, like be cool, a, right? Bugs versus humans? That would be sick. I don't know if it's bugs versus humans or humans versus humans versus bugs. I don't know how that works. Because PvP could be like soldiers versus soldiers. Yeah, team death match or something. And, then, and yeah. then there's then there's bugs in the match as well or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how they could do that. Or or like maybe you're right. Maybe they'll do it towards soldiers versus bugs and they have bugs and soldiers. But they're also adding new bugs to the game because I was reading the patch notes. They actually released a roadmap for it. And uh the roadmap is pretty pretty decent, uh, I would say. So it shows that uh a horde mode is coming. Uh new map is coming, they said. And uh, as well as a uh, new map, new horde mode, and uh, fucking like uh, new bugs as well. They said like they're adding super bugs, like bigger bugs, stronger bugs, faster bugs, and like different st- like different style of bugs. Because right now they got like three bugs or four of them. They got the little baby ones. They got the regular like just the regular one, right? Like the bug that you see in the movie, like the ones that are big, you know, like the ones that walk around and bite people or whatever. They got those. They got the mortar bugs. The ones like the big blue ones that shoot like the mortar things that they could be like 10 miles away and be shooting at you or whatever. They got those in the game. And then they got like the sniper. We call them the sniper bugs in the game, but they're like, uh, I call them. They like shoot at you or whatever, right? They got like the little laser beam thing and they aim at you and then they fucking shoot at you. And they're pretty, Pretty fucking deadly, I'll tell you that. Those fuckers, they got That's, those, but they're adding new ones. 
Yeah, so don't think you can get on top of a tower and you're safe, people, because I tried that and it didn't no. work out for me. Because you got you can be on the tower, but you better be yeah. moving around while you're shooting. You're you're safe from the little baby bugs and the ground bugs, like the normal ones, but you're not safe from the mortar bugs or like the the sniper bugs at all. Like you're not safe from those fuckers at all. And like I've noticed that the regular bugs now, they're kind of smarter, dude. They kind of climb up on things now too. Like like they will get on top of a fucking bunker somehow if they can. Like if there's a ramp up there or something, they go up ramps now and shit. Like they know how to climb too. Like they will come after your ass if they can climb to a certain spot you're at. They will climb up there to get you. Um, but yeah, the mortar bugs are the they're the deadliest, of course, because if that mortar hits near you, you're dead automatically. Like it's automatic death. Like I don't even think there's a. I think that's what timer. hit me the last time because I was like, how did I just die? I don't even know. Like. I must but, but those guys, those guys, I noticed that they tend to target like areas in the bunker. Like if you're in the bunker somewhere and they're shooting the mortars, you better like get the fuck out of the bunker. Or, like try to find the spot they're not trying to shoot because they'll just, they'll start hitting the bunkers and they'll start hitting like the walls. If you're standing on a wall, they'll shoot at the wall and they'll blow up the wall, but then you're fucking dead because you were on the wall. Like those guys target mainly, uh, like things that you've built, right? Like defenses that you've built is what they target. But they're they're very deadly, dude. That the problem with those bugs is they're always so far away. They're like way out there. So they're hard to get to. So like if your team isn't coordinated, just like four because sometimes four or five of those fuckers will spawn at the same time. Now yeah, you, you can got have a five, rocket launcher or sniper weapon. Now you got five guys. five mortar bugs coming at you. You know, they're throwing these huge mortars at you. Plus you're defending against the regular baby bugs because they're breaking into your base now because your walls are down. So like if you don't have a team that's really coordinated that can get a team out there to start attacking those bugs, like if you can't get like a squad of hunters, which is like the guys with the jetpacks. If you can't get a group of those fuckers to get together and start going out there to hunt those guys, the blue guys, like the mortar bugs, you're you're screwed. Your fucking team is screwed because you will lose. Um, so this game is really, like, it's not easy, man. Like, people, oh, it sounds like a stupid easy game, Jesus. It really isn't. It, it really is a, a hard game. It will fucking, you will die a lot and you will get punished a lot. But eventually you get kind of good. And you can get a you can get a good, good team going, and learn how to build correctly and how to build smartly, and you can kind of get through it, sorta sometimes. Right, I know. Like I I keep forgetting like you can actually repair the walls, and then at yeah. some point you don't you don't have to bother doing that. You have to focus on, you know, surviving and just defending. Yeah, just trying. Yeah, to just shoot. defending. Yeah. Um. But at first, but at first, you can you definitely want repair, repair walls. walls. I mean, I suggest it. No, everyone, I always choose it too. But yeah, play that game, man. It's a really good game. Well, one of the things when I when I saw the PlayStation Showcase, which happened a, a couple of weeks ago when we weren't on the show, um, PlayStation Showcase happened. One of the games that reminded me so much of Starship Troopers was that Helldivers 2. Uh, Helldivers 2 looks just like... I didn't see that trailer. I didn't looks, watch it. It looks just like Starship Troopers, but a little bit. It looks like, looks like a polished... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did. Lie. Take that back. It looks like a polished Starship Troopers. Like, it was legitimately like... These, guys, the are, these guys are being dropped down from a pod, you know, from the sky, like Master Chief or something. <laughs> You're coming down in a pod or whatever, like like in Halo, right? Like the... like um. 
like Halo DST or whatever, like those guys. Yeah. Drop ship. You, you drop uh, down the pot, and the pot opens, and then you're out. And you attack the aliens or the bugs or whatever the fuck they are in the game. I think they're aliens in this in Helldivers. Oh, but they look like bugs, though. <laughs> so they reminded me so much of Starship Troopers. I'm like, this is Starship Troopers, but with like three players only. So I guess the lame part of it is that the player count is only like really three or four players, I think. Where Starship Troopers is like 16 players in a match. Um, I think I prefer... What do you think that's going to be? More like a... More like a get from point A to point B? I think so. I think it won't be... I I think it won't be like Starship Troopers where it's like capture objectives and stuff. Maybe it will be like that. Who knows? But I am kind of intrigued by it just because of the trailer. It reminded me so much of Starship Troopers and I really am enjoying that game. And I thought that game might actually be cool. So I might check it out when it comes out. But I am worried about that game because if that game comes out and it's a lot like Starship Troopers, then Starship Troopers is going to fucking die. (laughs) You know? Like, it is. I'm just going to say it. It's going to die. Like, it's going to be in trouble. Like, if that game... Because that game's coming out 1.0 already, right? Like, there's no early access. Yeah, from a big publisher. The game is done, and it's a big publisher. Where Starship Troopers is like a smaller publisher and a smaller dev team, I would assume. Maybe not a AAA team, but it's still a good game, and and I just... I I don't want them to really suffer that fate i'd rather see starship troopers become a a a good big hit you know i think it deserves it i think they really are doing a good job with it because the game looks fucking great man it looks good for like being a smaller dev team you know what i mean like you've played it you know what it looks yeah. like and, I, and you know watching it on twitch with somebody who has a you know a 40 90 i'm like damn it looks even way better than what i actually yeah. see on my screen yeah, the game looks Hobo really 1070. good. And like, even I'm running it on everything maxed out, you know? Literally, I have everything maxed out on it, and, and it looks incredible. And and it supports the ultra-wide that I have. It works great. It runs great. I'm getting 130 frames while fighting like a million bugs on the screen. Yeah. And yeah, there's frame dips. Like, when I'm extracting, the frames will drop down to, like, their high 50s, maybe 40s sometimes. But that's because I, I don't know if something to do with this with the dropship, like, the one that's picking you up. For some reason, every time I get near that thing, it's like, the frame rate starts to dip a little bit. But other than that, the game runs pretty fucking good. And the only issues that I've had lately with it is the lag. Like, there's a... I don't know if it's... I'm assuming it's a player hosted match like yeah that's got because be there's been like lag like in some matches man i've had so much lag where like i can't play like like i'm trying to move around and, like it's like a slideshow like it's they're it's not almost, dedicated servers right yeah it's almost yeah. like yeah it's almost like uh it's like frame dipping but it's not it's like you tell it's lag you know <laughs> like you're fucking you're trying to repair a wall and the fucking tool is not going and then you hear and then it stops or like you start shooting and then you don't you you see the gun shooting you see the gun flashing and then you stop shooting and then you hear the gunfire it's like what the fuck yeah there's like, some delay there yeah, those... like what's going on here guys you know because the other day i was playing it and, and it was happening quite a bit and i was like i wonder if it's these fucking chinese players that are in there there's a lot of them huh 
lot yeah, of Yeah, there's a lot of Chinese players. I don't know what writing game. that is, but I'm going to assume yeah, it's uh, I'm assuming it's or... some some Chinese shit, all right? There's a lot of Chinese players in here. And I bet those fuckers are the problem. They're connecting from fucking Asia or whatever to the West Coast fucking thing. But uh, and it's but we all know, thing. like, you know, eventually when that... Yeah, I think even out of early access, we're going to see North American servers and UK and Asia. Yeah. That'll be cool, right? We get the three different regions. I'm excited for it, though. I'm excited to see, like, the Horde mode. I want to try that out. I want to try out... I think they said they're adding a new class to the game as well, like a new uh, soldier class. Because right now there's the three, but they're going to add a new one, and they're going to add more weapons, they said. Um, so, yeah. I actually like the game a lot, dude. I, I really like that game a lot, Gunny. Like, I, I can play that a lot. Like, a, like a lot, a lot. So, I recommend it, dude, and we should play it again. We should play yeah, it again. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching... Uh, I just want to point out, I was watching... Uh, IGN's official early access review earlier this week. And I was like, oh, let me check this out, see what they got to say about it. But it's like what they always say, Jesus. They always say it's great, it's fun, but you should wait. No, I disagree with IGN. Do not wait. Go play it now. Buy it now. Yeah, go go play it. Yeah, they always do that. It's early access. You shouldn't play it now. No, support, you're missing su- out. Support these developers because you really are missing out. Like the people playing this game are usually pretty cool people. And, like, mostly every match, though, you will hear, like, some sort of, like, movie reference. Like, someone's always dropping some movie line in the game. Always. Dude. There's always the one guy or two people or maybe the whole team. But they're always dropping, like, fucking movie quotes and shit. <laughs> so, like, if you haven't watched the movie, like I told Evan, watch it and then play the game. And you'll understand it a lot more. Like, all these, like, random one-liners that people drop is is always, like, movie shit, Gunny. Okay? Always. There's always the, Yeah, I know I died. I was like, medic! There's always the fucking... <laughs> the, the only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> There's always that. There's always the people talking about their citizenship. <laughs> Let's go get our citizenship, boys! <laughs> <laughs> There's always those people... There's always the people that are like talking to their squad, like "Let's go, Hellfire Squad!" You know, they fucking, you know. There's always the people there, and they're just fucking dropping movie one-liners and shit, bro. It's, it's fucking awesome. Play it, fucking play it. I recommend it. It's like twenty something bucks on Steam, I think. Definitely well worth it. Yeah. How much is it on Steam? I gotta check it out. I think it was twenty four. That's what I paid. Twenty four, twenty five. Uh, so yeah, when you bought it, Gunny, it was on sale. Actually, no, it's still it's still twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, I didn't buy it on sale. Bought it full price. Definitely well worth it. Yeah, twenty four ninety nine. The other one, the Terran Command, is thirty bucks. But that's the that's the uh, RTS. Uh, is that what that is? The RTS. Yeah, yeah. like the the fucking yeah. It's like a top down. I really I didn't like that one as much. But yeah, this one is being made by a, a developer called Off World Industries, and very fitting. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, that's the developer, and that's the publisher as well, apparently. And they've apparently worked on games such as uh, they made Squad, Postscriptum, and Beyond the Wire. 
sold like really good games in terms of like shooters and like like pretty good games. All these games I've never heard like people say bad things really about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially like, Squad and Postscriptum. I always see those games either on yeah. sale, posted on the front page of Steam. Those are definitely heavy PC games. And like heavy, like like realistic, like squad based, usually squad based shooters, right? Like they're really well, yeah. like they're well done. Like Squad, it's a super well done game. Uh, I always see it on sale. I always think about buying it. But I'm like, dude, I'm going to get in there and get fucking wrecked. These guys yeah, have. I see playing. people going rogue yeah. all the time. In squad, like, like, yeah, like these but people have complained playing squad for like the last five years or something. I'm gonna get in there and get fucking destroyed by these guys, you know? Yeah, but it almost reminds you know what squatter almost reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, Hell Let Loose, name of that freaking game, like where you can definitely join up with a squad, you know, using mics, communicating, or just go rogue if you want. Yeah, squad is like a battlefield game, right? Like Call of Duty almost. But like more like Battlefield because it has vehicles and like jeeps and like tanks and shit, right? Yeah. Do they have tanks in the squad? I can't remember if I they think do. They do. I don't know if they're full on tanks. I know. I know. Postscriptum has them. That game has everything. Postscriptum is fucking cool. Look, I, I, I saw that on sale. Well, by the way, that game is yeah, actually pretty good, man. Who was playing that in our in our Discord? I think Tagging, when Tagging was in our Discord, I don't know if he even listens to the show anymore, but when he was listening to us and he was playing with me a lot, he would always tell me about that game. He's like, fuck, bro, I've been playing a lot of Postscriptum. Man, I, don't I, think, know, I, I don't know if Leahy was, too. I think Leahy was, Pop. Damn, Tagging, like, he's he's always on he's on Xbox. He's on always playing something on Steam. Man. I think Leahy was, too, though. Or maybe it was Ghost Nico. One of them was playing Postscriptum a lot. And they got me to try it, and it was actually pretty fun. It was pretty hardcore. Did, did it, wasn't that the game that had the VR mode as well? Postscriptum? Yeah, was that the game that had the VR mode? I don't think so. There was a game that had a VR mode. That was like a a World War II VR. VR World War II games. <laughs> I gotta find it. Uh, there was a game, though, on VR, bro, that had fucking it was a world war ii game it was in vr was it pavlov that was definitely on vr i think that was pavlov i think had a world war ii like yeah was that also on playstation n steam can't remember Uh, or oculus or whatever just on pc i think it had yeah pavlov is the one that had like you could drive a tank in VR in World War II. That shit was nuts. The shit was pretty fucking crazy. It was it was pretty hardcore, man. Yeah. Um, oh, she's uh gosh, who was playing that? Um Yeah, I know who that was now. Somebody in our community was playing a lot. I know, of that yeah. Pavlov. Some people were playing a lot of that Pavlov. I think it was uh maybe Porkchop Who. Porkchop Who, that was it. Was yeah. it him that I was playing so. that? Porkchop Who, let us know. That was, was Pavlov you were playing. I think <laughs> That was on PC or if he was on PlayStation VR? I can't remember. Well, no, it was on PC. It wasn't on PSVR. It was definitely PC. I remember that. I know. He was streaming it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I've been playing a lot of these games. And that's that's what I play, man. You know, I guess this is what I've been playing. And 
I've been enjoying the fuck out of these games, like Starship Troopers, especially NFTL. Like, who would have thought these two games have really hooked me, dude? Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Like, those are my go-to's right now. Yeah, but, I mean, I wouldn't have thought, Jesus. I I would have thought you would have been like, well, Turbo, it's early access. It's not quite all there. It doesn't have XP. You know what I mean? But wow, I mean, I'm surprised that you're still enjoying this game. Oh, Starship Troopers is fucking fun. Even though I maxed out my XP right now, which is like rank five or six or something but like they have like an actual like your rank right like you could become a sergeant or whatever but then like they have like the in-game like like each character has its own unlocks as well it's like you have your main rank and then you have like each class that you play as so if you play as the hunter if you play as the recon support guy or if you play as the vanguard the heavy guy each of those to individually whoever you play as has their xp as well so like if you're playing as a support class you only get xp towards a support class and that in turn unlocks items for that support class specifically you know what i mean yeah so like for the support class now that i've been using that a lot more i've unlocked like a special different grenade like this grenade that scans the aliens and it shows them up as red like they show up as red for everyone on your team and they take more damage when they're scanned uh there's also new weapons you can unlock for each class if you play as the classes or whatever, and like perks you can unlock for them. So like the game actually has a pretty good progression system, and I haven't fully unlocked everything that's there yet, but I've unlocked like the last gun for the support class that they have in there right now. Um, but there's like I want to say like seven or eight more slots for guns, so. It seems like they're going to be adding a lot of content to this game because there's a lot of slots that are locked that it says like not available in early access or something like that. Like the, like they're there, but it says this item like it doesn't show anything, and it says this item will be available eventually, but it's not in early access, not right now or whatever. Yeah. So then, I'm assuming again, they're going to be adding it. Then again, you are into ready or not, which is still early access, so still a good shooter. Ready or not, it's fucking great, too. I actually played a little bit of that a few weeks ago. And that game is still going, dude. And it's still, like, really good. I guess what I like about these games is that it really, like, they're so hard to play, like, without talking. (laughs) You know what what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not like a Call of Duty or a Battlefield. You can just get into a match and never talk to anybody and still do like okay. These games force you to talk to your teammates. Like even if you're not talking, you gotta like be listening to what they're saying because if you fucking stray off by yourself and ready or not, you're gonna get ambushed. You're gonna get killed probably. It's the same thing in in Starship Troopers and and like these games, right? That like. You got to be listening to your teammates or you got to be communicating like, all right, guys, let's go this way. Let's go this way. Let's let's breach the house, but let's breach it through the back door. Let's not go to the front. You know what I mean? Like, like these games force you to fucking play tactically and like as a team. Whereas Call of Duty and shit, they don't, it doesn't matter. You just get in there by yourself and, and you can still do all right. You know what I mean? You could just camp or whatever and do fucking good, you know? Like, you don't have to be a team player in those games. In these games, you kind of have to. Yeah, for the fun factor, for sure. Oh, yeah. For the immersion factor, too. 
Uh, speaking about a game that communicates Jesus, like we're another old game that me and you keep going back to is War War Z. I think we played last week together we again yeah. on that after. Yeah, I think we didn't record, but we played that. Now let's talk about that and get into what you've been playing. But we played some World War Z, Gunny, and me and you finally did the, uh, the I want to say the last cruise ship mission where you're actually on the cruise ship. That was new to me. Yeah, I didn't. I've that never done to, that mission. That was new to me as well. That was a DLC mission that I know got released. I want to say maybe six months or four months after the game was out, they released that as a a free DLC mission, like like it was added to the game for free. Um, so we played that, and uh, and that was a lot of fun. We kept dying at first a lot. It was just me and what, you. What skull number difficulty do you? I can't remember what you had it on at first. Was it four? Four or three. Man, like the hardest like, one that I had unlocked. I don't think we, I guess if we, the, so the people we were in Discord, but the people we played with, they weren't very good at it. So we were like, yeah, let's, after like, what, the fifth try, knocked it down to three skull difficulty and yeah. was able to breeze through it. Um, yeah, that was, that was, that was a ton of fun. But then I think later we had a, a couple other guys. There was that guy. Roberto, R- R- I remember because he was like level ninety nine or nine 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 or something like. Yeah, level nine nine nine. This guy, okay, listen, this guy that came in there, bro. This guy came in there and he was like a fucking savior to us. We kept getting wrecked. And this motherfucker shows up out of nowhere. We don't even know who this guy is, right? He just shows up like fucking SEAL Team Six. He's like the fucking Terminator, right? This guy just shows up and he starts rezzing us. Shooting us with stem bullets or whatever, like, like, like giving us these like stamina boosts or whatever. He's fucking doing that like every two seconds. He's fucking healing everybody, and he's just carrying the team, dude. He's like that dude was a god. He was and so fucking good at the game. Even when we had that one clown who was like, how he ended up on the other side of the fence. He was just kind of goofing off, and we still yeah. did it with like three players and. But man, I think the most epic part was when we were at that, where the helicopter pad is, um, <laughs> you know, we were on the rooftops or whatever, Yeah, man. And, but you couldn't go up to the pad itself. You can get on the stairs and it, it kind of showed like there were some people up there, but you know, some AI characters, but man, that was just like insane right there. Cause no, they were just we, we, uh... just coming from like two different directions and. I was screaming, you know. That's the one we had to rescue that guy, right, for the CIA or something. The guy, yeah, yeah, that was that's right. He was standing up there, like I guess he was safe. (laughs) But and then, but it's cool, like when somebody like even just throws a grenade. I don't think it like hurts you, but you just hear that thing just boom, right, and just zombies are flying out everywhere and fucking gunfire and gosh, it was just insane. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to play more of that actually because that was it was cool it was cool watching roberto because he knew we're like oh there's a weapon over here and this is where yeah this is where the zombie vial is thing like the the c4 to unlock the special door to get more weapon you know depending on what's in that room he knew everything dude he like had everything down that was nice he knew where the shit was it was cool following that dude because he knew the game um, we should have upped the difficulty because I think we were er- only earning like 400 coins or points or whatever for each round. I couldn't because I, w- I was the host and it only goes to how high the host has beat before. Yeah. So I've only done like that difficulty, like the third level. Like 
I think now that we've done that third level, I can update to the fourth level or the fifth now, the fourth or fifth. Nice. But I think it's every time you beat it, like the next time you come back around to that map, you can go up one level higher. So now we'll be able to do that at a harder difficulty. Um, but it a... wasn't easy for us. Like even at that difficulty, it was not easy. No, I kept going down and, you know, like, oh, know. that's it for me. Like I got to respawn. And there was a time where I did respawn. I'm like, oh shit, are they going to make it with three guys? But yeah. that Roberto dude just came in and was like, yeah, I got you. I'll pick you up. No problem. Or you did or whatever. And fucking the other savior. guy stayed alive. It was insane. It was, he was the fucking savior of that match. He yeah. saved us because we would have never beat it without him. Like, but oh shit. That, another oh shit moment. Jesus was where the dude was repairing the van or something. Right. That's what he was redoing. You had to go get car parts for him. And yeah. then you're like, uh, Gunny, look over there. And, and it's almost like you can see in the distance where it was just a fucking sea, like a, just a river of zombies just coming out down into this thing. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, no way are they going to actually come up here. There's This is impossible. We're not going to make it. But it yeah, was, it was literally like the, the mountain was covered with like ants, but it was zombies. That's what it was. It was like you're looking at an anthill with a bunch of ants, just a million ants coming out of it. It was like that, but a bunch of zombies running at us. It was a cinematic within the game. It was just, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. It was like, holy fuck. Like, forget the van. Let's just run. (laughs) Forget the van. Just put a bullet in your head. You're going to die anyways. Yeah. Might as well put your gun down. Yeah, you might as well just shoot yourself right now. I don't have enough, yeah, bullets in this gun to shoot fast (laughs) enough. It was nuts. (laughs) But I was able to uh, upgrade my guns. I think my pistol and my... I silenced Uzi, whatever I was using at the time. Mm-hmm. So I did that. What else are you playing, Gunner? Um, yeah. So, you know, it's funny when we were talking about iOS and iOS games, you know, something I never talk about, you know, but I do play games on the iPad. And I'm always like, I was getting into Mario, Mario Run and Mario Kart uh, earlier this week. I think I just play that every week. I just get into those games or, uh, yeah, I'm always playing something mobile on the iPad. Not on the iPhone so much, but definitely on the iPad. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as console and stuff, the, uh, geez, what have I been playing on here? Well, it probably a lot of Project Zomboid, definitely on playing that a lot of that on Steam um, for what, you know, I had a lot of work this week, but definitely found time for that game. More, more mods and just more creative mode, which I found yesterday. I was like, oh, I know what this is now. So we're now I can take my base and, you know, put different cosmetics around it. I've been I've been doing that, Jesus, like where. It's like, OK, if there's there's, there's going to be an invasion, I'm ready for it, you know. So I'm just putting up different structures and all kinds of shit. So more more creative and just going out scouting and looting houses and buildings and oh my god there's a gun store i gotta get in the gun store and you know take a trailer load up yeah. as many guns as i can possibly with it and uh yeah just getting that base ready i think it, it's not like there's going to be like a seven days to die situation but you never know right i i almost like created this thing in my mind where it's like it's coming you know i want to be ready for it if there is so mm. <laughs> uh you know, still using a lot of melee weapons. I will take, you know, whether it's an assault rifle or handgun with me and, you know, I'll load up a couple mags. And, but of course that's always going to draw a lot more zombies, right? They're always going to hear it. 
and you know eventually you're gonna you're gonna run out of ammo and then you're back to just using a spike bat or a machete or metal pipe or something and that's when i get into real trouble so i should i should probably use the gun secondary you know to get me out of a sticky situation so uh, but so far i've been able to just i just learned to just run um, not too far though right because it is a simulation game where like you're gonna run out of breath and you're gonna get you're gonna overheat and feel nauseous and then you're hungry again and um but yeah just enough to where i can get out of a, like a horde of zombies and then you know hopefully circle around circle around to come get my vehicle because mm. it's hard to like just get up to your vehicle you know get in it start it and get away when there's a bunch of zombies um you know because i think they're just yeah there's just, just that that time delay you know before you will get bit so uh yeah definitely definitely not not done with that game so uh a little more dead island 2 it's uh you know i just i just have enough zombies with project boy that dead island 2 is just like all right kind of zombied out you know but I'm, mm. I'm inching my way through that game so i don't even know where i'm at i'm still probably in the beginning of the game so still just yeah working my way through that thing so um but yeah i think oh uh, another game i tried today on game pass it came out last week is that railway express 2 and i did fire it up last week and i was like i can't even figure out how to lay tracks down like it, it keeps saying like you can't do that action right now or that's not available so i did watch some tutorial videos today which were a little bit of help, I'd say. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I should probably start with the tutorial. Because um, it was just complicated on... A little different from the tutorial than the actual game as far as, like, how you lay down tracks from station to station. So, but I think I've got it down now to where I'm pretty confident that I can just go into a game now and... I'll probably just go with, I think there's like a story mode and then there's like an endless mode. And uh, I don't know if there's different levels of like difficulty with it. Um, but really, you're just connecting, you know, you lay down a track, the station. And, you know, let's say in the tutorial, they're using like California. So pretty familiar with, you know, San Fr Sacramento, San Francisco, Redding, California. Um and so when you lay like that down the station, it'll automatically like move the town around a little bit so that, you know, it'll show like the roads and buildings and stuff, uh, which is pretty cool. And you can rotate the tracks or the station, you know, to point at whichever direction you want. So, um, you know, but everything costs money in this game, of course. Right. Mm. So you've got a budget and. You know, that that might be an issue for me, Jesus, because when I play like something like a city skylines type game you know um yeah i'm i'm all about creative you know i don't i never really want to mess with money and budgets and all that stuff so i might just go ahead and just do like the creative mode or the endless mode it's called so I'm gonna, hopefully hopefully there's there's a baby mode for that you know because that's one thing i never really want to deal with is a budget and how much is my income and what are my expenditures because this game goes really deep uh, especially with it, a tutorial, like the last tutorial is talking about how, you know, for each employee, how much do they get paid and, uh, you know, how many hours a day do they work? So I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, <laughs> you know? 
they had there's different all kinds of different little mini games within it where uh you can there's sabotage right between you and your competitors so you know the people that own the different rail lines so or railway stations i'd say where you can pay for saboteurs jesus you can go up to your uh you know your neighbors to the north and the more money like you put into a saboteur right the better chances of success you have at fucking up their fucking rail lines so you know and it's cool like they'll come on the they're like you fucking ruined my train lines you son of a bitch right so it's <laughs> like okay cool so they can't use their you know their rail lines for like 25 days or something oh man but again that's part of the budget so yeah, so it's okay. It's okay. Again, I think next week, hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that endless mode. Uh, I was watching a YouTube video today, and I can't remember if like if it was like unlimited money or whatever. Um, I think should I I'll, play this game? Is it, is it worth how much is it? So one of the things they were talking about it is a Calypso. It is made by Calypso, and they said who which makes Tropico, but it's not Tropico. It doesn't have that that feeling of Tropico it's to me. Tropico is like a, it's, it's a simulation game, but it's very comic driven. Yeah, very, there you go. There's a good word for it. I was trying to figure out the difference. It's like a more humorous game. I mean, yeah, it, it is dark this one's though. Not. Like, like, like Tropico does have its, like, you can fucking murder people and like put them in dungeons and like beat the shit out of them and then murder their whole family and arrest everybody. Like yes, you can do that in Tropico, but it is more of a comic, right? Like the 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 fucking advisor you have is like Penultimo or whatever is his name. He's yeah. like super fucking stupid sometimes. Like he's like, oh, Presidente, like oh, I fucked up. Like what do we do here? And it's like, oh well, f- shut up. Like you fucking export the cheese, motherfucker. Like I don't know what do you want me to do. You know like. But maybe this game does, right? Because I haven't played like a should full I, playthrough. I, where... I, I think I'll get really into this game, Gunny. Not even, not like, not even bullshitting you. Like, like this looks like a Jesus game. It is it, it a, might be because is, again, is I think Tropico game. is definitely up your alley. Where this one, uh, it didn't talk anything about any kind of trade agreements between you and your competitors. I ain't trying to share with them. I'm fucking taking them out of business, bro. But it, you're definitely going to see that, like when you play the story, where it'll be like, "Hey, you just got sabotaged." Um, sabotaged. Like your rails got sabotaged, and then you got to put money into. It talked. I swear, it talked about who am I hiring? Finding am out I hiring, who the saboteur is. I'm fucking hiring the Pinkertons to defend my train. What am I doing here? Yes, that's correct. You're going to have security personnel. <laughs> I'm hiring the Pinkertons to defend my train from fucking Arthur Morgan and fucking. <laughs> Dutch and his gang, or what the yeah, fuck's going on? They will on here? rob your shit, and they will they will Sounds ruin your track. They might fucking, ruin your station, and you can upgrade Dutch. your stations too. Where yeah. you can have like a hotel and a restaurant, and yeah. and it'll show on there like how much it cost. And is this game worth thirty dollars? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth thirty, but it oh, because you don't have Game Pass anymore, huh? No. Maybe go watch a review, see what they say about it. I haven't watched any. Oh, hold um, on. I found a code for $2. Is this yeah. game worth $2? Oh, definitely worth 10 bucks at least, in my uh, opinion. Okay, so $2 is a good price. Okay, got it. 
Yeah, and you can rename your stations if you want to, where they might refer to it as the OG station, but you can name them whatever you want. I don't know about your character. I haven't been able to change my character name. I'm still Idris Bailey on the Rolling Thunder Rail Company. But I'm sure that was the tutorial, so maybe when I play the real game, I can actually change it around. But I'm I'm eager to see how it, if it is almost like a Tropico style thing later on. But it goes deep. Jesus, where it talks about where, like, oh, you know, like, Sacramento needs more more meat or something and, and freaking cloth. So then you can change your, you know, you're not adding more lines, but you could, right? You can add, like, a bunch of them. But then you can say, hey, I want this train to have more more of that. Uh, what do they call it? Like a. You know, more resource. Yeah, more resources or I forgot what they called it in the game, you know, because maybe you have a brewery in town and not only that, but then you could buy the brewery. Now you own the brewery and you're making all the profits off of it. So so it's a little mm. deeper than. You know, it goes pretty deep on the budget. Money mm. thing, so. OK. Yeah. Um, other Game Pass game I played today, Car Mechanic Simulator. You were talking about simulators earlier. So I did play that on PC on the Game Pass app. And yeah, uh, it's not a game for me. Again, it's almost like reminding me of Power Wash Simulator. Where I'm like, yeah, this is work. So <laughs> like the first car, they start out with a hobo car and you got to change the oil um, where, yeah, unscrew the cap. Uh, you know, take out all the freaking coolant, put the cap back on. It's one of those games. You know, lift the car up, drain the oil, bring the machine over that that will drain the oil into it. But I was able to complete that, and then I was like, at the end of you know servicing that car, I was like, wait, now I got to do the suspension or the tires and go to a wheel balancer and yeah, I was like, okay, not for me. It's not not something I'm I'm into. It's not not fun for me. Maybe for you it is. So if you're in a power wash simulator, you'll like car mechanic simulator. <laughs> um, I don't know what it was. 2022, I think is what the year of the game was called. So it seemed like they make these every year, but I'm sure eventually, you know, Mayo, you can get a cameo in there and work on it and probably get in there and paint it. I didn't see any painting options, but, but I'm sure. Yeah, you could probably do that and put on better tires and, Better suspension and bigger engine, that sort of thing. So, but other than that, it was pretty easy to follow along in the tutorial. So, yeah, a uh, little bit of God of War, Jesus. I'm still still working my way through that game. Had to so, get in and play an action game today on my PS4 Pro. Yeah. So that game looks beautiful. Great game. Yeah. One of the best games on PlayStation, I would say. One of my favorite. That and Spider-Man. Oh, I was like, I wanted to play Spider-Man today, and I was like, oh, wait, I don't... Okay, where's the disc? Another great game. <laughs> Another reason yeah. why I want a PS5. Um, and then on top of that, Jesus, I was like, oh, wait, I never played Miles Morales. Oh, wait. Um, I need a PS Plus for that. Crap. Why? Well, because it, it, was, a, it was a game, a PS Plus game that came out. Oh, damn, that sucks that you didn't I know, and that. then... But I saw it on sale for like a year and I was like, oh, do I like get that? No, just buy the game for like whatever amount of money it is. Yeah, it's probably cheaper to buy the game. But then, it. yeah, I do want to play Final Fantasy 7. It's like, ah. 
Should I just get a whole year of PlayStation Plus? Probably should. You could. It's probably like, what, 50 bucks or something. I think it was like uh, 60 or something, which wasn't bad. It was cheap on CD keys. Yeah, I mean, Almost get that. the trigger on that. Why not? Yeah. But um, uh, as it speaks right now, I want to say you're probably might be doing the same thing, and that is uh, Diablo 4. So I'm in the character yeah. creation screen as we speak. I already uh, played a little bit of it. The problem with me, though, was that I was getting a lot of frame rate issues. I got to get in there and fuck with my settings a little bit. Uh, I was able to get the game to run at 130-something frames most of the time. But then on cutscenes or certain areas, it would dip down to, like, low 40s. So I'm wondering what's going on there. I don't know if it's an optimization issue or if it's a, a me issue that I have too many high settings. So I got to get in there and fuck with it a little bit. But so far, uh, I've been... I've, I'm almost, I think I was done with the tutorial. Maybe. What do you? What's your? Uh, what class are you playing? Necromancer. And I made my guy look like a weird hippie, like hipster fucking necromancer dude, but he has like cool looking devil tattoos, that are blood colored, and like really white skin. So it's like powder. <laughs> you seen the movie Powder? <laughs> it's like powder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like powder with long hair. And tattoos that are like blood colored with red eyes. Okay, that's my guy. Okay. Okay. And he, he's running around and he's necromancing the shit out of fucking skeletons. Nice. And, and I've unlocked the, I got a lot of gear just doing that first little section. I was like, holy fuck, this is a lot of gear. But during a cutscene, okay, a cutscene where Lilith shows up. And not, not the first one, but like, like the fourth cutscene, maybe, or something like that. She's showing up. Or whatever, and like the game just crashed. It literally oh, said like right at the good part. Damn. It said like it said like game crash, send report to Blizzard. I was like, What? Oh. You fucking I was like, that cutscene better not be skipped when I get back into the game. Like, like I need to know what happened there, bro. Like it was getting good. Like she was all talking and like all the people were getting all into it. I'm like, Yes, this is what I want to see. And no, all of a sudden it's like game crash, fuck you. Fuck you, Jesus. You're not going to know what happens here. And it's like, no, bro. And then I don't know. I don't know what happened. So I'm going to have to. Uh, you know what you should do? Be like me. Buy a Series Series X, man, and play on there. No. Nah. <laughs> but then again, I haven't seen any, you know, besides like reviews or whatever, how it's running on a Series X. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's, you want to get into news and talk about stuff or what are we doing? What are we doing here? Uh, but real quick though, guys, real quick, because I haven't even played it, but I am really excited because my Diablo three character was a barbarian and I made him just like he was in Diablo three. You know, he's got the long hair with the blue eyes and whatever yeah. tattoos he's got on his body. I should have um, made a white walker from fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I should have made the white walker guy. <laughs> uh, what did you call your guy? Uh, I don't think he doesn't have a name yet. Well, Damn. you have to pick a name for him. Like, okay, you, like, yeah, he doesn't have him? a name yet. I'm ready to finalize, but yeah, yeah. I know. And I've been, thought... I've just been avoiding gameplay because every time I saw it with, uh, you know, Ryan got the early premium edition or whatever edition it was, and then you know, you guys are all playing like early access. It's like I don't even want to see the game. I don't even want to look at it. You know, besides playing the beta. Yeah, I called my guy Apollyon. Apollyon. Apollyon? Apollyon, bro. You know that Apollyon 
It is a name in Greek. That's Greek for you, Gunny. What does okay. it mean, man? It's 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 a it's a translation from Hebrew. Abaddon, which means destruction. Destruction, nice. Yeah. And hell's yeah. coming to you. That's right. I'm bringing hell with me. All right. And I figured this guy's a necromancer. He's bringing the dead back from the hell depths of hell. So I'll just, just call him this. I don't know. Okay. I just looked up demon names and I found one of the cool ones. And I was like, this is a cool name. <laughs> All right. I didn't want to call him Satan or nothing. He's not the devil, but he's like close to the devil. I mean, so let's do it. I guess you're fighting the devil or whatever, but you know what I mean. It's the same shit. Okay. It's all bad. We're all bad people. Yeah. Evil versus evil. Pretty much. I mean, right? So, yeah, I look forward to playing more of it. If anyone's playing it and wants to hit me up, I'm playing on the PC. We can cross-play for sure, because I know that uh, cross-play across all platforms is available in this game, so you can be on a PlayStation, on an Xbox, or on a PC, and the game will cross-play with everything. So I don't know how that works. I know on the PC I can it's, use uh, like an Activision Blizzard uh, friend thing, right? Is it? I have no idea. It should pop up for me, Jesus, because we're already Activision sure. friends or whatever. Blizzard friends. All my Call of Duty friends should pop up on here. So if you're playing Diablo, go ahead and invite me and I will join you or you can join me and we can just run through this shit. Uh, but I'm excited to play more of it. Uh, as far as I know... So far, let's look up Diablo 4. Uh, uh, so far, the uh, the launch has been going pretty smooth. Okay. Yeah, the only thing I heard, like, right at launch was like, oh, like the queue was too long or something. I was like, huh? well, you're yeah, all trying to get in at the same time. Yeah, it was like last Thursday long. at 4 p.m. for everybody yeah. in the world. Yeah. It's like you're all logging early, in. At the same early time. access was last Thursday. Today at 4 p.m. was West Coast. And then the respective times for the rest of the world was whatever, you know, your time is at that time. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think East Coast got it at 7 p.m. or whatever their time. Uh, UK got it at whatever their time was. Europe at their time. Russia and like China at their time. Um, but yeah, if you're playing Diablo, uh, enjoy it. Uh, it's, it's a big game. Probably the biggest game this year so far in terms of hype and anticipation. And uh, excited. And I'm glad to see that Blizzard actually kind of delivered on their promise to have a smooth launch and have enough servers. Yeah, I was listening like everyone, to everyone Rod was Ferguson. wondering. Everyone was wondering, man, is that going to be a thing or not? But it, it, they did it. Yeah, they were asking uh, Rod Ferguson. He was on podcast on Lock Podcast last week, and he was, I think Ryan asked him about like that second server slam. Was that planned or, you know, was it just like a random thing? Or he was like, well, like it was like a team effort thing. You know, that was decision made. Like, not a last-minute thing, but it wasn't planned early. Because Mm. they did want, you know, they did want things to go smoothly. So, and they, I think what he was alluding to was he was talking about how, after the first server slam, 
they were like, okay, all the feedback came in. All right, let's get a second one planned before launch, even early access. So, well, I thought that was cool. Like, we, you don't hear about those very often. Where they're going to do one, then they're going to do a second one. Yeah, that was cool. I think that's what made it go a lot smoother was that that second uh, playthrough. Early playthrough. Server slam. So, good stuff. Um. So, speaking of Diablo, let's get into the news here. It's news time! Pretty, pretty, pretty. Diablo news. Big news for Diablo players here. If you are one of the first 1,000 players to reach level 100, first 1,000 players to reach level 100, you will be getting your name added to the statue of Lilith. That's right. Uh, so if you have proof uh, of this, you reach level 100 in hardcore, hardcore only, you can reach level 100, Gunny. Uh, you will, and you tweet at Blizzard with the hashtag Diablo4 Hardcore with proof of this and your t- gamer tag. Uh, you can uh, get your name or your gamer tag on a statue of Lilith. Nice. Um, hardcore mode is pretty hardcore. Uh, your death will permanently delete that character. So there's that. So, you got to play smart, Gunny. You can't get in there and just fuck around, all right? You got to get in there knowing you're going to die, and you will die forever. And you got to reset. Um, so, there's that. Uh, but also, speaking of that, okay? Okay. Was that permadeath? Yeah. Character gets wiped, dies. Damn, that was like the one achievement I never got Diablo 3. Speaking of this, hardcore mode mode is a race right now, right? First 1,000 players are trying to get there. 17 hours ago, Twitch streamer Rob2628 was the first Diablo 4 player to hit the max level, apparently. Who knows? Maybe it could have been somebody else, but he's the first one to do it publicly while streaming. Uh, so while streaming the game, he reached level 100 in hardcore using the Barbarian class and the focusing on the whirlwind, whirlwind skill to get there. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Twitch streamer Karn, C-A-R-N uh, underscore, this is Twitch streamer handle, has also now reached level 100 in hardcore. So that's two players so far. Um, I'm assuming this number is going to grow exponentially in the next two, three days. <laughs> like, I give it by the end of the week before the thousand players do it. I, I say less than a week, right? Yeah, definitely. Probably by, by Friday, by Friday, there will be a thousand players that reach level 1,000 or 100 in hardcore or whatever. The 1,000 players is going to be hit. Um, that's pretty cool if you want your name on the statue of Lilith, do it. I don't know where the statue is going to go. I don't know if, like, but Blizzard is going to keep it in their office or something. That's what I'm assuming, right? Like, definitely in the studio, somewhere, yeah. <laughs> like at the, at the door, at the entrance. Who the fuck knows, Gunny? But that's Diablo Four news right now for you. Another news, another news. Apple Vision 
Pro is now upon us. Bro, That's did you watch right. that? I did watch the 18-minute full video of that presentation. Most of it. I didn't see the very end. It got cut out from CNET. Right. I haven't. But Apple has just announced the Apple Vision Pro headset at its Worldwide Developer Conference. Uh, during which executives spent a long time detailing both how the hardware works and how you're meant to use it. After this event, uh, people were able to look at the $3,499 Vision Pro itself. They couldn't use it or touch it, but they could look at it. Uh, so, this is a, like, it looks like goggles, right? Gunny, you put over your head or your face. Ski goggles, yeah. Like, like goggles, like whatever, yeah, like ski goggles or something. But, Gunny, these are AR, so augmented reality goggles. You can see through them. But with the flick of a button, it will switch them to VR. So these are both. You can actually see through them, but when you switch them, it will actually turn like the screen out, like everything, like it'll, it'll blank out the screen and like the goggles in front of you, it'll blank them out or whatever. And like, it'll show like a color in front of it. And like, now you're in VR. Like yeah, you can't is- see. So the, one of the cool things on the presentation where let's say your family member is sitting there looking at you through the goggles and once you go into that VR mode, it has this like Aurora type look to it that they see to show that they're in like full VR mode, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it has like a color display on the, on the front of it, right? So they can show yeah. the people that you're not seeing through them or whatever. Um, so uh yeah, there's that. So, of course, let's talk. Let's, let's go to the let's go to the Apple website. Fuck this website, Apple. Yeah, Vision. it doesn't show like specs or anything that I see. I'm looking at specs now, Kenny. Okay, so this thing, you can pretty much like display anything in the world in front of you, like anything that Apple supports on their phone or whatever. You can pull it up and view it in real life, like on the wall, on your desk, etc. You can look up articles. You can read TV news or whatever. You can watch TV on the wall or whatever. But some other cool things you can do, Gunny, is like say you're at an event, like say in any kind of event, a concert, a a memorial, a fucking a parade, whatever, and you're wearing these goggles, you can record that said event, right? And you can, at any time in the future, once that event is over, you can replay that event, and you can see, like in like in VR, that event happen. So say you're like at a, I don't know, at a birthday party, right? And you're sitting at the table and everybody's singing happy birthday to whoever's birthday it is. You can record that event and look around the room and record everything around you. And everything that you see, the camera, the 12 camera, because it has like 12 or 13 cameras on it. I think it's 12. It'll record everything in front of you, like 180 degrees. And then you can relive that moment, Connie. You can go into the, like, yeah, I didn't see that part. Yeah, you can, like, It'll replay that moment for you, and it'll feel like you're there because, I mean, it's exactly what you saw when you were there. That's kind of nuts. That's yeah. That's cool as shit right there, right? Um, 
but yeah, it can display things on your desk, etc. Um, so each each eye, I guess, screen on the eyeballs that you can see in VR will be a 4K display. Uh, it has spatial audio as well. So, like, say you do that, Gunny. Say you you record a room right where somebody's singing "Happy Birthday" to somebody. The audio that you're recording in that room. When you play it back, it will sound just like you're in that room and you're looking around. So if you look to the right, it'll the person to your right will sound louder. If you look to the left, the person to the left will sound That's louder. That's cool. Because it's like actual spatial audio that it's recording as well. And it can also play back spatial audio. Isn't that that DHT or... Yeah, something like that's that. That's fucking cool, sick. right? Like, that's really cool. Like, I've played games in VR before because I've owned Oculus Rift, right? So I, I've played games in VR that fuck around with that spatial audio shit, which is pretty cool. I've even played games that are on my, on my, uh, like my regular monitor that have spatial audio, which is pretty cool. And even watch videos that have spatial audio. But knowing that they're doing this in the VR, that's fucking cool, man. And like, you can record moments like that and relive them. That's in really 4K. Fucking yeah, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. Um. I- I think one of the cool features, Jesus, I really like, I was really taken aback from was where it shows the woman in there, like where she's just on the couch and, you know, she's got that like Mac OS style type display in front of her, you know, but it's in real time. Like you can, you know, you see your living room and she's simply just using her fingers that are just rested on her legs, you know, like she's just moving her like her index finger and her thumb to kind of, because once you're looking at, let's say your email or your, your messages, and then she's just using her fingers to like pop it open, like barely using her fingers. It was like, Whoa, like, where's the camera? Like, is it on the wall in front of her? Is there two of them? What's going on? How does it see her fingers? Like, yeah, like it's all done through the headset. They can, I guess as long as it can see your fingers moving, it doesn't require any other controllers or, a mouse or you know any other gadgets you know and i thought oh that's um, so cool as far as this goes it has precision eye tracking with leds inside the headset and the eyeballs each sensor each eye sensor has leds and infrared cameras inside of them that will uh, project invisible light patterns onto your eyeball and uh, this will pre- this will provide ultra precise input uh, without you need to hold any controllers. And it has a sophisticated sensor array of cameras, Gunny. Okay. All right. To provide precision head and hand tracking. So head and hand tracking and real-time 3D mapping. That's right. That's right. Damn. Wow. Right. This will also come with optic ID. So when somebody puts on your headset, they can't use it. Say you were watching like something private or you were reading a private email on there and you take off the headset for a bit and like, I don't know, Gunny, you don't want your wife to see that email. And then she comes and puts on your headset. The headset won't let her log in because it'll, it'll recognize the iris pattern. It'll, so it's kind of like, like touch ID, right? Like your fingerprint on your phone or like your face ID. Well, this now has iris ID. Which was they call, I think they call it optic ID, which scans your eyeball. I could have some <laughs> secret photos on there. Yeah, I could have been exactly. Scanning through yeah. for 
educational yeah. purposes and yeah. Exactly, Gunny. All right. But it looks fucking cool, man. And I really want to um I want to play with one of these. It has a LiDAR scanner, a true depth camera, it has a thermal system, so it can be quiet and comfortable on your head. And, and 100 iOS games at launch. So, oh, which was cool was where, let's say you are playing an iOS game, you can take that screen to as small as you want, to as large as you want. You want to take up the whole wall in the room, you can do that too. Yeah. You can navigate apps by just looking at them because, like I said, it knows where your eyeballs are looking at and what they're focusing on at the time. So, like, instead of moving your head to, like, move to the left or the right, you know, like, if you're looking at the app store or the app screen, instead of looking left to right, like, moving your neck or whatever, you just move your eyeballs and it'll know, like, which app you're looking at. That's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Got a... Yeah. What is that called? Where you just, what am I thinking of? Where you just, you just use your voice to open up an app or. It has something. that too. Yeah. It has yeah. voice command bullshit. There we go. Yeah, man. But it's not at a cheap price. Thirty five. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh. A little cheaper than the uh, new Mac, but. I mean, I really hope that at some point Apple ditches the iPhone and just makes these. I think that's the future. Man, you could I be. think, I think, I think 15 years from now, instead of having iPhones, everyone's going to be wearing these. I Wouldn't it be cool five years from now, Jesus? It's now, because what's an it. iPhone? What is it? A thousand dollars? Yeah. Right. Which none of us pay for. We just do it through our Phone cellular carriers. subscriptions. Yeah. They could be like, hey, upgrade to the headset. And they've got it down to 1500. Because this is a pro. This is a pro version. So what about a hobo version? Mm, I don't see a hobo version, but I see the next model being cheaper. Like, like them coming out. I don't know three years from now and saying Apple Pro Vision Two is now three thousand. And then the last version, the last model. Okay, we've dropped that down now to two thousand. Okay, maybe it doesn't have the four K playback or no, it will. It'll have it because by then four K, it'll be cheaper to make that or just a smaller. It'll Hard still have the space. features. Yeah, it'll still have all the features. It's just now cheaper to make those features. But it'll have new features, too. It'll have, like, oh, now we have newer eye tracking or better eye tracking. Yeah, or that next generation will be even better. Cheaper. That's one thing about Apple. They always innovate just a little bit, enough to get you to upgrade, but not enough to make it too expensive. Yeah. And I think they've, so- learned, they've learned that with the iPhone, like, how to do it to where... They upgrade just enough to make the things faster, better, a little bit better. Not too much better, just a little bit better, but enough to get you to want to upgrade to that. Do you see these? I mean, I, I don't know how many companies you can see that are going to use these at work. I mean, because that's mainly what its focus was for the workspace. Yeah. It's definitely a workspace thing, but... I can see this becoming a normal thing, man. I'm telling you, I can see this replacing the iPhone. Yeah, because it looks like you can walk down the street with this thing. Yep. I don't know what the tone of vision restrictions on it are, but can I cross a busy New York City street with this? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, There's a car how long, coming. How long, how long before we hear that story? A uh, guy yeah. dies. By Driving his Tesla speed. with a fucking... With a fucking vision headset on. Come on, yeah. <laughs> and this guy crashed his car. He fucking sideswiped the semi because... He was he trying was to drive driving. with his eyeballs and didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I give it six months before we hear that story coming out. Guy was trying to cross the street in Los Angeles and fucking was playing some fucking VR game or something. Didn't fucking know where he was walking to and he fucking walked into the street or something. Got fucking hit by a car. Got like, hit by a Tesla. Happen. It's gonna happen, dude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it looks very, very good. Very high-tech piece of device. I look forward to it. Another news. Yeah, another news. Uh, Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding is coming to Mac OS. That's right. So, Hideo Kojima has now revealed that Death Stranding Director Scott is coming to the Mac later this year. And any future Kojima production games will also be available on the platform. Though that doesn't like clarify if Death Stranding 2 is really going to be on there or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, Death Stranding is coming. So, to, uh, so qu- real quick question here, Jesus, because I've Mac. never, I don't think I've ever owned a Mac. but I But I understand how it works with like, you know, Windows and Windows works with Steam. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, is it. And I know that not all games like on Steam work on a Mac that's not running Windows. Did I get that correct? Because they're not all compatible or they don't make them compatible. Wait, what did you say? OK, so for the for the Mac, right, let's say you own a Mac and it doesn't have like a Windows style type thing. From what I understand, and I could be completely wrong on this, but maybe not all Steam games work on a Mac. Is that. That's that true. Works. Yes. I've seen that before and I wasn't sure. So, okay. So if I want to go get the, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess I don't own a Mac. I don't even know. So it would probably just say not available or whatever. I don't know how the yes, number of games. Kidding. I've owned a Mac before. I've owned a few of them and pretty much it's, it's, it's on OS. They don't use windows on a Mac. Mac uses Mac. Yeah. OS. But I know you can install it, right? Depending on. You, you can. Know, you can definitely. Devices. No, you could definitely. You can install Windows on pretty much anything, right? As long as it has a fucking hard drive and a goddamn CPU of some kind, Windows and Linux will run on it. You can install Linux and Windows on a Mac. And you can have like a dual boot thing where like it boots into both. So like it'll boot into Mac OS and then it'll boot into Windows as well. You can do it that way. You could do it to where. Uh, it'll boot into Linux or into and Mac at the same time. Like it'll do dual boot with that. But Mac OS is pretty integral to the part of the Mac. So if you're just playing a Mac or you're using a Mac for whatever reason, and you want to play these games, they will not be available to you. But um, who knows what the performance will be like? You know, I mean, I think that's all based on the type of Mac that you have. Um, Macs can be, I guess. Okay, in terms of like graphics power, but they're not really utilized for gaming. Most, yeah, I would most think because right? everybody I see uses them for school, whether it's high school most or college. Most Macs, yeah, most Macs are utilized for like graphic design or like 
video editing, uh, photo design, graphic design, uh, shit like that. But I mean, they are like powerful machines. They're not like yeah, they're not like, cheap either. I've seen the prices on some well, of those. Well, they're they not, range they're from like cheap. they could be up decent to, like, to. I think that the most expensive Mac is like thirty thousand. That, okay, I was looking at the article today and I saw the one for whatever it was. It was uh, $6,500 or some crazy shit. I was like, oh my gosh, that's a little too much. Uh, let me, you know what? I'm going to go see how much a Mac is right now. I'm going to go to their fucking website, try to buy one. All right, let's go. Let's go, let's go to <laughs> yeah, Mac. Yeah, they had them for like, I don't uh, know, because they had them laptop the style, Mac. right? Or desktop I'm looking style, at the Mac, Scunny. Okay? Which is that full screen. Motherfucker, you! I'm looking at the goddamn Max right now. It's fucking thin. It's pretty thin. And it's just like a all-in-one, right? It's a thin ass, like just one screen. It's thin. There's no like tower or anything with it. Right, all in so one. So this yeah. thing, just a base model, cost. Uh, hmm. how much is this? Mac M1 with two ports. Cost. This is only giving me the monthly price. I want the full price. But they which... have the M2 out now, right? Which was, I don't know if that was announced today or has yes. been out. So, why does it say, like, per month? I don't want to finance this. I, just want, like, I guess they know, like... You would have like, to no, bro, finance that thing. You're too hobo to own this. You're just going yeah. to have to finance don't, it. Don't even bother. Uh, I'm right, not even going to show you the price. All right, hold on. Look, it's like, now. like buying a new car. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, the eight-core CPU and seven-core GPU with 256 gigs of storage, eight gigs of RAM, a 24-inch display, which is a 4.5K 4. Retina display, has two Thunderbolt ports, Thunderbolt ports, and USB 4 ports, I guess two of each. This one costs, so this is like the lowest one you can get. The 24-inch lowest base model, the M1, is $12.99. And then the step up from that is the 8-core GPU with the 8-core CPU. That one is $14.99. And then the 8-core CPU with 8-core GPU with uh, 512 gigs of storage. It comes with two Thunderbolt ports and USB 4 ports. And then two USB 3 ports. And it has an Ethernet port. So the base model doesn't even have an Ethernet port. Fuck. What are the Thunderbolt ports? Oh, uh, that's like the I, that's the iPhone. Uh, not the iPhone. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because I'm thinking I know whatever, what that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the Apple equivalent of like a, like a USB-C. The but USB. The that's Apple what I'm, version. I'm, I'm actually looking at it right now. So it's connected to my iPad. Yeah, it's a USB. But it does charge pretty quick. They All right, pretty listen. So if you want the top model here, the the, the big dog, okay, it's going to be sixteen hundred and ninety nine dollars or one hundred and forty one dollars and fifty eight cents a month for twelve months. All right, but you can get it in like cool colors, man, in blue, green, red, pink, silver, gold, purple. <laughs> okay. All right, Cunny, you get that, but let me tell you about the new Mac Pro, okay? This is the big dog, Cunny. This is the one you want if you're a fucking pro guy. All right? 
I want it all. You want this one, Gunny? Gunny says he wants the Mac Pro. He goes and tells his wife, wife, I want the <laughs> Mac Pro. I just won the lottery. Okay. I want the Mac Pro. Mac Pro. You want the one that's the most high-end, Gunny. The M2 Ultra with 24-core CPU and the 76-core GPU. Whoa. With a 32-core neural engine. A 1 terabyte SSD, 64 gigs of, gigs of RAM. Okay, with the stainless steel frame with the feet, it comes with the magic mouse and the magic keyboard with touch ID and a numeric pad. Okay, let me upgrade your memory here, Gunny. You want 192 gigs of memory. That's how much RAM it's in there. Okay, so you want 192 gigs of RAM, Gunny. You want eight terabytes of SSD, Gunny. Gunny says he wants, now he doesn't want the, the stainless steel with feet. He wants the stainless steel frame with wheels. Okay, so Gunny goes for that one. Gunny adds the magic mouse and the trackpad. And Gunny adds some software called Final Cut Pro, which is some editing software, but Gunny needs it. And Gunny adds the Logic Pro. I don't even know what that is, but he go adds bigger, it. Go home. He adds it for $200 more. Okay, Gunny is at the checkout lane right now at fucking <laughs> Apple Store. Okay, he's telling his wife, "Wife, we're buying this. We're not gonna eat any food for the next year. We're gonna eat ramen noodles all year long for this." All right, and Gunny spends one thousand seventy dollars and sixty six cents a month for twelve months, or he goes all in and just pays for it straight up for a total of twelve thousand. $847 with 98 cents. Wow. That's when the wife says, you need a new wife. <laughs> All right, listen, Gunny, but that was just the tower, okay? Listen, you say you want to buy a fucking display with this as well because you're not going to just buy the tower, right? So you buy the Pro Display XDR with nano texture glass, okay? Not Ooh, the standard glass. I like you those. Want you want the nano textured glass and you want the pro stand for it and the visa mount adapter. Okay, Gunny, now you're going to spend another $599 a month or, or $7,197. Oh another 7,000. Jeez. That's for the display. So in total, Gunny, you'll spend about $20,000 for this fucking monster of a computer. Damn. But hey, man, you got 192 gigs of RAM in that bitch. I bet you it's super fast. That would be quick. Yeah. Or you could just buy the Mac Studio, which is like the baby version. Starts at 1999 Yeah. But yeah all, all these Macs are pretty, like, expensive. Like, every Mac is expensive, bro. Like... But hey, they work. That's the thing yeah. about Apple. Like their their shit just works, right? Like, that is true. I've seen like the two thousand dollar version. One of a. I wonder, like, had. there's also a Mac Mini, which I used to have a Mac Mini back in the day as well. These uh, this is like a baby Mac, so it's like a little tiny box gunny, but it's a. It's I a remember computer. It's a Mac, and you can actually just plug it into like a HDMI monitor or whatever. Uh, these are actually pretty affordable. These are, uh, I'm looking at them right now. Like even the high end one is only, I mean, it's only right. <laughs> it's only 1299. 
the base one is uh, $5.99. So there's that. Um, so you can actually get in on a Mac for you know, 600 bucks. My kid will be going to college in the next couple of years, right? He'll probably want a MacBook Pro. Get him a Mac Mini. And then just get him like a monitor and like a keyboard. You could attach any keyboard and mouse. So you could also buy the Apple keyboard and the magic mouse or whatever, the trackpad for it. Yeah. But I mean, See, for I would like, do that. That would probably be better like, than buying him a, you know, for like, like 800 this. bucks. You can buy him the keyboard, the trackpad and, a, and like the Mac mini, the base model. And then if he has a monitor already, he could just use it or use a TV. Yeah. See, I would stick with that versus like getting him an actual like Windows thing because then he'd be too tempted to play, you know, buy a bunch of Steam games and focus on I, that. I think on the Mac Mini, you can open those up somehow and just put in like more RAM because when I had a Mac Mini back in the day, that's what I did. I bought the base model and then I went to like fucking Best Buy and bought like another 8 gigs of RAM and I stuck it in there. <laughs> Because the bottom just opens, like literally, it's like a plug and play. You just literally like twist hey, it yep. open. I remember seeing those. You twist it open, and then you just—it's literally like all it has is a slot for the RAM, like two slots for RAM. You just shove the RAM in there, and it's like, oh, more RAM. Okay, it works. So, yeah, but I mean, would I go for this for gaming? Fuck no. You could probably yeah. buy. Work hey, at school. You could probably buy a good gaming PC for. I mean for. I mean, let's be honest here. For the for six hundred, maybe a cheap gaming PC, but for like thirteen hundred, you're gonna have a pretty decent gaming PC. Like, right? Like, like, come on, Gunny. Like, and for twenty thousand dollars, you're gonna have a fucking three forty nineties on that fucker. Yeah, <laughs> all fucking running. You know what I mean? You could have all the RAM you want in that shit, and probably still have money left over. And yeah. have like three of these Alienware monitors that I have attached to it, you know, and like fucking 600 gigs of RAM and probably still have money left over. Okay. You would probably space. Yeah. You yeah. probably still have money left over after all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I wouldn't, unless you're like a movie studio making like the next Marvel movie, I wouldn't <laughs> invest in that $20,000 Mac. Because I bet you that's what who's buying those, right? Like, like those fucking movie studios that are yeah, fucking definitely they're the ones using it, editing huge movies and shit. Those are the ones buying those twenty thousand dollar Macs, okay? Hooked up yeah. to freaking super expensive servers, right? Yeah, it's not Gunny Chief <laughs> convincing his wife, <laughs> convincing his wife to spend thirteen thousand dollars on a fucking tower. I don't have to walk to work, and then <laughs> then another. And another financing another monitor for f- fucking six hundred bucks a month or whatever. Okay, that's that's a fucking car payment, dude, for a nice car. Yeah. Okay. That's for a new that, car. Yeah. Yeah, that's like for a new, brand new, like fucking truck. You know, like a big truck, like Ford F two fifty. Yeah. That's like a Ford Raptor payment, bro. <laughs> you're not fucking. <laughs> you're, you're not fucking making that payment on a on a ghetto car. You're buying a nice ass like top of the line shit for that much okay like that's a lot of money dude that's a lot i wonder if anyone has financed one of those for like a thousand dollars a month you think there's somebody out there there Absolutely. has to be right yeah. there has to be I bet somebody, there has. Right? like oh i'll pay that off in a year 
Yeah, I have a thousand dollars to spare every month. I'm just gonna buy this fucking Mac. My kid said he wanted a computer for <laughs> gaming. <laughs> he walks into the Apple store. Uh, my kid wants a gaming PC, and they're fucking sell him that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a. Does it play Call of Duty? That's all he wants to play that game on the weekend because uh, he's a good student. Yeah. So- sorry, sir. Does not play Call of Duty. Oh fuck. I don't know. Does Mac play COD? Oh. I don't know. And then how do you access it? Is it going to be in the iOS app store? Yeah. How do they do that? I mean, I guess assuming, right? Assuming there's no Windows installed. That's what I, I guess more of the question. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't see it on the iPad that you probably see it on an iMac, right? Where it's going to have AAA games. What's available? Or do they just not have those? Like, you have to put Windows on it. Yeah, it says here that you have you to put have like a special. It says here you have to put Windows on it to play Call of Duty. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. But like I said, uh, that uh, Death Stranding will be just available through the Mac OS App Store, I think. Because when you have a Mac gun, you, you launch an App Store. It's just like an iPhone App Store. I would think, but right? It's, that there's, it's, a, it's just it's like a, that. It's yeah. an app Mac store, so it has like games in there and shit that you can buy for the Mac. And a I'm sure there's them... like a, a Steam app, right? It's just going to show what's available, but not everything. I never really check when I'm going to like, you know, like if I, you know, if I pull set up and up now, like it probably does show like what platforms it runs on. So yeah, a lot of them do say like mac os compatible or whatever like mac compatible or whatever it'll say on the games usually like this game is available on your mac as well yeah in other news uh playstation had their big showcase or i don't know if it was their i guess it was their big showcase uh they pretty much showed a bunch of trailers for different games uh some of the bigger games of course metal gear solid remakes are coming that's right gunny metal yeah gear I, got a, solid. I got a guy at work he's super excited about that All Right. Snake Eater is coming. But also Metal Gear Solid, I believe, 1 is coming, and 2, I think. Some, I think 2 and 3. So 1, 2, and 3, they're all coming in a collection, I think that's what it's called. Uh, These are coming uh, this fall by Konami. Nice. Konami and Hideo Kojima. But Hideo Kojima, I don't know if... He's gonna get credit for this or not? I don't know. I mean, he got didn't he like get fired or quit or something? From something Konami? like that. They wouldn't let him quit, and then he finally just left and went to Sony. And that's when he made Death Stranding. Yeah, I think wasn't that when he wanted to make Death Stranding and they wouldn't let him. They told him, I don't, no, you got, yeah. they told him you got to keep making fucking." I think that's what it was. Metal You're right. Gear. And yeah. he was like, "I don't want to make more Metal Gear. I want to make fucking Death Stranding with the baby in a pod." <laughs> and they're like, look, motherfucker, that's not going to sell. No one's going to buy your stupid game where you deliver packages. Okay, Hidel? Nobody wants this shit. And then he's like, well, fuck you. I'm leaving. Somebody's going to want it. And Sony was like, yeah, we want it. Yeah, bring it, bring it here. Hidel, we'll, we'll support your crazy acid trip visions. And he's happier because of it, right? Hey, I'm happy because of it too. That game was fucking amazing. Okay, I fucking loved it, Stranding. That game was good, Gunny. It was just free on Epic as well, like a week or two weeks ago. Yeah, it's on Game it. Pass. It's available everywhere, people. 
play fucking Death Stranding. That game is so good. I fucking love that game. You know, speaking of that game, one thing that I do listen about listen to that game often is the soundtrack. That was that actually a good soundtrack. I remember you told us to get that on on uh, Spotify. Spotify. I was like, hell yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's a good. It's good. It's actually really good. And and I was listening to it today. Uh, earlier today, I was, it, it came up on my playlist. It, just like a couple of the songs from it. I was like, damn, this shit's pretty good. It kind of like it's a vibe, bro. Like it's if you're if you're like emo mode, want to just chill emo mode. It's a good soundtrack. <laughs> okay. Okay, Gunny. Rest in peace to that guy who sang though. I think he died. He d- yeah, he did pass away. Yeah, he forgot died. Forgot his I name, think. but forgot his name. But he was the singer and the band. Most Low, of the songs. Low Roar. Yeah, he was the the guy who made the songs, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. He was a good 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 choice by Hidel. I think he was, I think he was Hidel Kojima's like friend, like in real life, like he was like his personal friend or something. That's how he chose him for the music. I guess it pays off to know high known developers, huh? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm your friend. Uh, can I put my music in your game? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, guy. In yeah, other news. The, I thought it was a guy and a girl, but I could be wrong. It could be. Uh, they were together. Like, I don't know, man. It must have been more than one guy, because just like... So the members of Low Roar are some guy. Okay, hold on. Let's look it up here. Let's look up. The members of them are. So it was founded by late American immigrant Ryan Carasijo. Originally a solo act, the band later added some guy named Lefer Bjornsson and Loki. Guel Moonson. Okay. I don't know who these people are, but they're probably multiple members. What is, what is what country is that? Newfoundland or something? Probably fucking yeah, I would assume so. Greenland. So right now it shows Iceland. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven members we of the band. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the singer died at age forty last October. Too young. Yeah, that's young, bro. I think about that all the time. Like, bro, that's like eight years away from my current age. That's pretty young. That's that's such a short time, too. Like, holy fuck. But uh, in other news, Microsoft. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's go to Nintendo news first. Nintendo. Uh, okay. One, two, Switch party game. It's getting a sequel. You remember this at uh, yeah when they presented the first game? Yeah. Okay. It's coming. Did you ask for this, Gunny? Is this something you wanted? I, I I'm know. trying to remember this. I'm trying to remember like the presentation when they first showed off the Switch. I know this was like a a launch game. I don't know. I remember it just being the silliest thing ever. I don't know anybody who wanted this. No, it doesn't have like a bunch of little games within it. I don't remember. I'm trying to think now. Was it dancing? Oh, fuck, I don't even know. No, it was like a haircutting game. There was some other crap in there. Yeah. Another news Nintendo just announced their new line of summer Joy Cons. 
Okay, these are pastel-colored Joy-Cons, Gunny. If you are a Switch owner and you've been looking for a pastel color to add to your life, you can buy these now. They will become available on June 30th. They will have purple and green and pink and yellow combos. So the purple You gotta have different Joy-Cons on your Switch. You gotta, yeah, right? It's like a thing. That's a right? thing now. It's like it's like a like a law they passed. I know, right? Don't think <laughs> of the you same must, color. You you must, yeah. You who's using the, the red and blue ones? Nobody uses that hobo shit. Okay, or the like the all white ones with the new uh, OLED one. I know I'm the, not a, a switch owner anymore, but I do like the Animal Crossing one. Yeah, they're nice. I thought those were pastel style type colors. Yeah. Yeah, the green one kinda looks like a that kind of green, like that. Yeah. That type of that's what it looks like. Look nice. The purple one looks pretty nice too. The pink one, and they all look nice. I like them. Another news. Uh, so, okay. Last year, Nintendo put its eShop in maintenance mode in Russia, which prevented access to the eShop for customers in the Russian country. Now, Nintendo has finally made it official. Nintendo is going to halt all sales of their digital games and physical games in Russia. Nintendo of Europe announced that as of May 31st, 2023, the company will halt all new eShop sales in Russia. That means that you will not be able to make any new purchases from the store or redeem any digital codes while in the country of Russia. Nintendo also said, that if your credit card information, all of it, and any PayPal details will be deleted from your accounts if you have a Russian account. Ooh. Uh, and that you will not be able to create a new Nintendo account as long as Russia is set as the home country that you're setting the account up on. Uh, so there's that. So, so sir, the good news is that users with a Russian eShop account will still be able to download their previously purchased games and DLC for the foreseeable future. But it isn't clear how long that time is, but it is as of right now, as of May 31st, so that's a couple of days ago, a few days ago, I guess, a week ago almost, all the games have stopped being sold and all the codes no longer work in Russia. So, I wonder how easy it is, because I don't know how... Russia's internet is uh, if it's like America's or the United, you know, European Union, is it easier just to change regions, like or not? You know what I mean? That's oh, what I yeah, like. Yeah, or like just get, get a fucking VPN or something. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I'm maybe. sure that yeah, that'd probably work, right? Wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe. Let's send your shit to China or something, Korea. Yeah, they probably use VPNs. I would think. I mean, that's all you'd have to do, right? Set it to, like, another neighboring country. Like, oh, I'm going to set my VPN to South Korea now. Yeah, or Ukraine or Whatever, Poland yeah. or something, right? That, yeah, set it to fucking I guess Sweden it would matter or if you got a VPN. Fucking Finland. All right, bro, we're going to set this shit to Finland. I'm finished now. As long as, I guess, you're understanding the language, right, that's displayed on the screen. Yeah. Which I would assume that most... You could probably People switch in Russia, it to like everywhere in the world, they learn English. Yeah, just switch it to America. I'm in Canada now. I'm no longer in Russia. <laughs> yeah. 
There in other news, getting Xbox news real quick. Xbox is getting ready. Okay. Okay. Xbox showcase is happening, Gunny. Isn't it's that next time, Sunday? June 11th. Okay. What day is that, Gunny? Let's look it up. Six, six more days. Next, next Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. UTC. I don't even know what that means. 6 p.m. BST. Who the fuck knows what that is either? 7 p.m. CET. Who the fuck? What is that? And 10 a.m. Australian time on June 12th. Okay. Pretty sure that's like, uh, what's that other country next to Australia? New Zealand. Okay, oh, I might. <laughs> oh, I might. Yeah, I uh, you guys, you guys will be at 10 a.m. Tuesday or Monday the 12th. But here yeah, it'll be the next day. Here it'll be June 11th. Got my tickets Sunday. for Australia, mate. 10 a.m. Pacific time, Gunny. You're gonna get ready. You're gonna get home. You're gonna be there. You're gonna be watching. I'm gonna be at work, so I'm, I'll be at home. I can't have any spoilers, Gunny. Okay, I'm gonna block you on everything that day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or I might be going to the house. We'll see. Oh, fucking I know. House. I know, right? I got to flip the TV on as Take the I fucking get iPad with you to watch this shit. Okay? It's coming. The showcase is here. It's coming. Okay? You can watch it live on YouTube.com forward slash Xbox, Twitch.tv forward slash Xbox, or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Xbox. The biggest game is of course Starfield. But that will have its own dedicated live stream immediately after the Xbox Game Showcase. What to expect from this? Well, one part of the show has already been confirmed is that it will contain plenty of gameplay alongside uh, some CG footage. But Xbox Games VP Aaron Greenberg has tweeted, Gunny, quote, quote, Gunny, from Aaron Greenberg, none of our first-party games in the show are full CG trailers. Okay, that doesn't mean third-party isn't, but any first-party will not have any CG in it. Uh, added that everything shown will contain in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game footage with some cinematics. Okay. As we know, Rare is currently working on a game called Everwild. Obsidian is currently working on the Outer Worlds 2 and Avowed. And Avalanche is working on a game called Contraband. And there's Fable, of course. Do you think Forza, we'll see Fable? Forza Motorsport will also be supposedly showcased. I'm, I really hope, man, that Fable is there. I want Fable, but the problem is, Gunny, they're going to show Fable, right? I think, yeah, I think. Okay, okay, listen, this yeah. is the problem, Gunny. This is the fucking problem, okay? Tell you the fucking problem. They're going to show me Fable now and not release it for another two fucking years, probably. Wait, so why even show it to me now? I think they'll say, right, right. I, I, I'm just going to throw something wild out here. They'll say, like, Fable early 2024 but then but then when we get to late 2023 they'll say fable's been delayed until yeah until <laughs> yeah, december of 2024 and then they're gonna be like you know what fable's delayed again till june of 2025 
and they're gonna be like, you know what? Still it again till November of twenty twenty five, and then that's the actual release. And then Phil Spencer will come out. Well, we're sorry. We sh- I know I take the blame. Yeah, I, we shouldn't have shown this game you, early. Yeah, we shouldn't have shown Jesus this game back in twenty twenty three. He got way too hyped for this shit. <laughs> we fucked up, Jesus. We're sorry. He had sorry. a pre-order. He canceled it. He had a pre-order. He canceled it. Done. He's just done. He he signed up for Game Pass again that day. <laughs> he got him so excited. He didn't okay. play anything or buy anything. He hasn't played anything in our subscription service for the last two years. We're sorry, Jesus. Uh, okay. We got another six months of Game Pass subscription oh, out of him. Fuck, dude. Like, literally, man. This is going to happen, okay? Like... I'm going to get hyped. I'm going to sign up for Game Pass again, and these fuckers are not going to release that shit for two more years. <laughs> so don't fall for it, people. Don't be yeah. like me. Okay? Don't fall for the fucking Kool-Aid that that Nintendo, that fucking Xbox is going to show us here. Don't fall for it. Okay? But Jesus, you'll have to sign up. You'll have to sign up. For, you won't have to, but I know you'll, you'll sign up for Game Pass just so you can do the pre-order preload button. The preload oh. button. <laughs> I don't do preloads. Like, dude, my internet is so fast. I downloaded Diablo in like three minutes, literally. So I'm not, I'm not worried about no fucking preload. Okay, Gunny. All right, I got fucking super fast internet, motherfucker. You. Okay. <laughs> Gotta worry about no stupid preload or some kind of hobo. Okay. But. Speaking of this, showcase, Sony's getting ahead of the game here with Guerrilla Games. Tomorrow, actually, not tomorrow, Wednesday, okay, Gunny, Wednesday, Guerrilla Games will be show having some kind of fucking thing or whatever, okay, for whatever they're having coming out. Who knows what it is? I don't know if it's a video or what it is, but they're dropping something Wednesday, they said. Okay. Nice. Okay. Be sure to watch that Wednesday. Devolver Digital. Okay. Okay. They're announcing their live stream, Gunny. Okay. On June 8th. Okay. You excited for them? Developer Digital is cool. I remember last year, you know, they showed off a lot of. A lot they're of the ones that don't stuff. give a fuck. They just get on stage and start cussing at everybody. <laughs> they're yeah. not like they're not like they're not like the Xbox or the PlayStation guys. Like, we love our community. We love. They're like fuck you, motherfuckers. You want to complain? Fuck you. We're we got they some do a fucking, whole. We got a, a whole fucking st- banana that shoots guns. That's what we have coming. You fucking. They do a whole stage act too, which is like, like theater almost funny. Like, like, oh, you fuckers. We got some, you want some fucking, you want to complain about our games? We got a fucking banana that shoots guns. All right. And does backflips. Fuck you, Gunny. And you're going to like it. Okay. You're going to fucking like it. (laughs) Okay. All right, Gunny. Another one. Okay, more news here. Okay. More news. What do I have for news here? Uh, I've got one over here, Jesus. What do you have? I think this this one's going to be for Mayo. 
I think you're looking at the same one I am. Okay. More Dead Cells DLC. Oh. So yeah, this that's... is planned as a game tops $10 million in sales. That's a lot of money. So they said the game will be supported with further content after it cleared a significant new sales milestone. Uh, original developer Motion Twin and Evil Empire, an offshoot of studio established to handle the game's DLC, announced the title as their best $10 million. Uh, I gotta say that Castlevania DLC was probably very successful. That was that was pretty recent, but yeah, look, this game came out uh, on everything, pretty much, you name it, from 2019 and 2020, respectively. Wow, 30 free updates and four paid DLCs released to date, including this year's Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania. So that's uh yeah, hats off to those guys. I'm, again, I'm not a platformer, Jesus, but I do play this game every so often. Uh, I know it's an Apple Arcade, which I'm not subscribed to anymore, but I do. I bought this game on Steam mm-hmm. when it was. Er, I don't know if it was early access at the time, but before it came to console. And yeah, I think uh, that's when. Man, I think that's when Mayo joined the show shortly after that because I was like, I got that Dead Cells game, I got it in my Steam machines. And I think, and then Ryan, of course, bought it day one on Xbox. So yeah, fantastic platformer, action platformer, good stuff. Yeah, I think that's all we have for news, man. I gotta, I gotta play some Diablo, bro. All right, me too. I gotta finish creating my character, and yeah, definitely get that going. For sure. I'll play with you if you want to play. All right. Yeah, sounds good. We're not so, playing no more War Wars. You were into Diablo. That's right. So, so Jesus, I'm out of here. Um, go find me, guys. Go find me. Gamertag Gunny Chief. I'm over there on the Series X, over on Steam and Epic. Um, yeah, over on PlayStation, HDP underscore Gunny. Follow me on everything as Jesus Walkslot, and I'll be playing Diablo. Add me up on Blizzard. I will. My camera tag is Jesus Walkslot on there, I think. Um, yeah, so add me. Let's play some fucking Diablo. Or message me on Xbox or or Discord or Facebook, and I'll, I'll play with you. I want to. I need people to play with. Because fucking Brink is over there stuck on Destiny, and, and I am just. I don't know what. Oh, he said he was playing with Alyssa. So he won't have time to play with me. Maybe I can join them. A third wheel with them. I haven't but seen I him know. on the battlefield, so I think he's been playing his Switch a lot more, maybe. No, because I asked him if he's going to be playing Diablo. He said he will. He's going to do a run with Alyssa, but I don't know what their gaming schedule is like, so I'm not sure if I'll even be able to join them or not. Maybe they game early in the morning. Who the fuck knows? Um, but anyways, I'm out of here. I'm going to go play some Diablo and shit, so go, go Diablo it up. It's Diablo... Diablo time. It's devil okay. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What does Lilith, Lilith say, Jesus? She says, go to hell. I don't know. Peace out, <laughs> Brussels Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs>